All right, everyone. Welcome here to the Last City Radio episode number 71. We're the first in the 70 series, season five of Destiny Day. But today, guys, we got a special show today. So we want to go ahead and uh, get this kicking the right way. So everyone, I would love for you to join in. Go ahead and unmute. So that being said, guys, um, I do want to let you guys know for housekeeping purposes, I appreciate you guys for joining. Thank you for joining the show. It's going to be great. We got a lot to cover in such short little time. This is part one, remember, of the the, the lore panel. So we're going to have part two on Tuesday night. So um, I thank everybody. So we're going to cut right to the chase. I want to introduce my co-host. The man is nothing but the triple A experienced gamer. Not only is he always having a good time in his streams, but man, the guy loves food and having fun. My man, Mr. Agent Chavez, how you doing, my man? Hey, doing good. You know, just uh, continuing the food vibes on stream, you know, playing obviously Destiny. That's uh, what I spend the majority of my gaming time with. A little bit of Pokemon here and there, but you know, all is good. Hey, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, man, I've been grinding that Pokemon myself, man. I finally got to level, I'm in my level 30s, man. And I haven't even completed the story yet. You oh, know I'm, how I grind. I'm in my hundreds, man. I'm in my hundreds. Hey, man, I'm trying to get there, man. <laughs> You're making me jealous. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good, man. So we got two special guests today. And I definitely want to introduce one of my returning guys. The guy is none other but one of the most intellectual, lore savvy, and cool scientific guy that I know. Not only he was the former co-host of the Spin 4-3 podcast, introducing Mr. Taylor B. What's going on, man? Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, pleasure, pleasure to be here. Yeah, uh, Spin Foil Theory, we uh, we ended, um, you know, just at the uh, the end of last year. And we got we got some new stuff coming up, but uh, it's great to be here. Still love Destiny, still, still love to talk about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. Absolutely, absolutely, man. I appreciate you for coming back, man. I, I definitely appreciate that, man. We had a good time the last show. How you been doing? What you been up to? Um, I think since the last show, I got engaged. So I'm, I'm engaged now with, with my Sigo, um, Kari. She's upstairs right now playing Assassin's Creed and trying not to curse too loudly <laughs> as she goes through it. So she's, she's on her best behavior for me right now. She might even be tuned in, but I'm not sure. Hey, salute to you, Mrs. B. I, I hope you're watching. And congratulations to you, man. You got some, I hope everything is fruitful, fun, and amazing stories to come in your journey. So I appreciate that, man. It's awesome. That's awesome. And so we also got another special guest. I've seen her around. Not only is she one of the understudies of the famous Mr. Psalms Labs, which he'll be on the show. The guy is great. She's a very loyal savvy. Not only she's a writer and a streamer, and uh, she is an amazing person. I want to introduce to you, Mr. Iris Miss Eriska. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me tonight. Absolutely. How's things been going with you? What's been going on? Uh, things have been pretty good. I'm actually working on a project that's not Ooh. been super announced yet with Psalm. Uh, 
very soon hopefully <laughs> we'll see uh things are in the works uh been between all the destiny stuff i've been actually throwing down a lot of genshin so it's mm-hmm. a lot of war heavy games all that good stuff i feel you how's genshin been going lately you know i know they they've been popping out with content and stuff like that they're actually i'm actually pretty surprised i didn't start playing until may of last year and it's just been constant now uh mm-hmm. but they're really good with their updates their pacing on their um story and events is actually really nice it's um there's also something about like there is not as much of a fear of fomo with that game as with like mm-hmm. other games i feel like we're familiar with so it's it's kind of been like a nice little break between everything else ah that sounds pretty good though it's got honestly cool. it's fun it's unfortunately yeah. addictive, but it's fun. It's kind of like one of the, it's like a super polished uh, anime type game. Uh, it really is that's like live service in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job, and, but like it's surprising how in depth the the writing is for that game. Facts, facts. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I love playing that game. That game is fun to play. Um, I'm still trying to grind for it as too as well. There's something you got to check out, though. <laughs> so there's a, there's a cat that I like to look at. Um, he's uh, His name is Mighty Keeper. He did a funny skit when it came to Genshin Impact. You have got to see it. It's hilarious. You send me a link. I, I got to send it to you. Uh, I'm, I'm tab- You're going to laugh. Trust me. <laughs> uh, so I do want to hit the chat up and make sure that I definitely get my chat hype because i appreciate you guys for joining i know you guys are joining here we just started so zyra i appreciate you thank you miss victoria for the follow and welcome in to the last city radio destiny discussions um i also want to introduce mr big ants gaming he's here tonight i appreciate you man i can't believe you're coming through appreciate you thanks for the shout out my brother appreciate you man awesome 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 all right so people so as we all know we are in the final in-game infinity war prelude to lightfall right now in the destiny saga um a lot of things is heating up uh for us and we don't know what to do now because the second collapse is here so i do want to hear um from uh first off Gariska, i definitely want to Actually, what? How are you feeling about the overall story right now? We're going. Are you feeling the undertones? Um, are you just overall excited for Lightfall and the story going forward? I really am, and I kind of I feel like it's the same feeling you get every time before an expansion. You're not quite sure exactly where everything's headed. You have a general idea of like what's coming, but it's never quite exactly what you think it is, and it's always kind of like. A neat little roller coaster every time we land into a new campaign. So I'm kind of anxious to see after everything that's come out this year, especially with everything that Savathun has revealed now, all the things that we're learning in regards to Zebo Roth, like what it's going to look like and how that plays into the witnesses' plan. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, man. I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to. It. I'm, I'm super excited uh, for sure. Uh, so Taylor, I'm going to ask you the same thing. How you feeling, man? We're so close to Lightfall. Like we're literally this close and, uh, you know, things has been heating up in the, uh, 
the season so far, man. How are yeah. you feeling about it, man? Well, I'm I'm really excited, you know, just kind of to, to mirror what Ariska was saying. Like, there's that little, like, sort of a, you know, trepidation, like, like, ooh, I don't know. Like, I'm walking, is the ice, like, thin or not? Like, I don't know. Um, it's it's great, though, because what I really like about this, especially when the most recent trailer, is we get to see Callus coming out of his bath. Get to see, <laughs> you get to see, like, like, is he going to kick us? I don't know. It's going to be great. Um, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see where the culmination of the original 10-year plan is going to end up. I think it's going to go probably like close to maybe like 11. I don't think it's going to like end exactly at 10. I don't think Bungie's going to do that to themselves with like a hard like endpoint for for the uh, light and dark saga. But I know I know that's on the horizon now, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to start either. I think this is the where we're at. I think is going to be the greatest, like this is the beginning. Lightfall is the beginning of that rising action to the climax. And yeah. that's going to be cool. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to see Callus. I'm, I'm a big, big Callus fanboy. I always, I always liked that he was kind of like out to, <laughs> out to do him, not really there for light and dark. He's just, he's just there. He's just there. He's there and opulent. Um, the facts. But uh, but yeah, before I ramble on too long, because I could I could do this all day. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Thanks. I'm really excited for Strand. I'm really excited to see uh, where the story is going because I feel like we're also going to start getting tastes of that area where it's no longer about light and dark. Yeah, uh, how how we're going to exist post the saga. And that's going to be those, those little inklings are going to really tell you how Destiny's going to shape up for the uh, foreseeable future. So yeah, really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, man. I definitely agree. Things are just right now. We're like, oh man, what's about to happen? This is going to be crazy. You know, we got Zebra Raph on this side. We got Callus right here. It's like, oh my god, we don't know what Airmesh is going to do. It's just crazy right now. So uh, Sergio, yeah, I do want to ask you too. You know, how are you feeling about the horror story? And, like, are you super excited for what we're about to approach right now? You know, so when they showed the latest trailer, I didn't see a pyramid ship. And I was kind of upset by that. That big ship Mm. something out of, like, Independence Day, right? (laughs) You know, we've been looking Uh at pyramids for, what, how many years now? And I don't get a pyramid ship, you know? (laughs) But, you know. It's like they gave him a new ship. Right, you know, I, I was hoping to see a triangle in the sky, but you know, you know, all the the new stuff with Callus, his Shadow Legion, you know, the Witness, you know, he's just kind of like, ah, there's just a lot to look forward to. And then Neomuna, I mean, the city looks phenomenal, right? It looks like it's just something, just like, like a little bit of Destiny mixed with a little bit of Cyberpunk, you know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, this is basically Infinity Wars for for Destiny. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree. And, uh, you know, you did mention the trailer, too, um, and you guys mentioned the trailer. Yeah, man, it looked like there was a lot going on with the trailer. Uh, they showed some more things, some more in-depth. We got a chance to see the Puka Pond, which was pretty cool. Um, I hope we get a little bit more low on them, you know. We've seen them. You know, we've seen them a little bit more. Um, I, I just hope that they – are they sentient? Are they robot and organic? I, I definitely want to know that. Um, that's pretty cool. And getting interested to finally hear the voice of one of the Cloud Striders um, saying, you know, welcome to Neomuna. You know, 
He he's, he want to know, hey, are you joining the fight? Because we we got big boy over here, and we we're, we're in trouble. <laughs> so, and it feels like because of the stakes being so high, it's like we're in desperation mode right now. We have to we have to get here. There's a there's a war going on, and they they're trying to defend their people, and they see us pop up like, hey man, where you guys been? You know. So, I wonder the conflict between us two, the Cloud Strategies, and us, because who is their counsel? Do they have a Vanguard type of deal? And how are they going to, you know, you know, guide us and uh, just overall have the whole little political thing when it comes to the Vanguard versus whatever the Cloud Strategies kind of laws and everything? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see it on that front. But uh, I do want to ask you guys, uh, first off, like uh, – for those, uh, for those uh, the new lights that isn't he that's here and they're listening in, they probably want to know what the heck is going on. Why is things happening the way they are? So, uh, Ariska, would you kindly give us kind of like a recap of what's going on? You know, for anybody who's new who's coming into Destiny, you know what? Why are we doing this? Why are we fighting these guys? Who are these guys? We're no all just space zombies. Like, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of space zombies. Um, it's really hard because, like, the story of Destiny is so big. There, there's so many different aspects to it, and and for for new lights, it, it's almost it almost feels like sometimes going back all the way to the very beginning isn't the most important. It's almost like what we've been dealing with over, I don't know. I feel like, please charge. No, um. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> like, I'm not uh, even sure. I'm not even sure where to start. Because if you've got somebody who's coming in now presently, like if this is where mm -hmm. it's starting, it's almost you have to go clean slate with there there are some things in the past but there's there's so much more important things that have happened within the last like 3 or 4 years of Destiny 2 that are have become such large staples to our current story that Destiny 1 it almost feels certain things are irrelevant so mm -hmm. i'm not even sure what like the jumping point would be what about uh what about this like especially like there, we had a lot of uh, new lights that came in from Witch Queen. You know, they came through and they're like, okay, uh, we're here. What is going on? Especially like the ones from uh, who played Destiny 1, but they fell off throughout and they finally came back. Um, and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Why is all this happening? You know, I think for the best thing that we probably could describe is, you know, from the start, of course, you know, we were resurrected, of course. You know, we we found a light. Our purpose is to defend the tower, travel, and everything like that. Well, everything kind of got misconstrued in a way because what we thought we were doing was totally different from what the reality is. Um, you know, if you're new lights out there, especially, you know, when it comes to, you know, you're thinking, okay, we defend the traveler. We got to defend the traveler. Well, now we're finding out, we found out in Witch Queen that, well, the Traveler is not really good or evil. It's just a tool that if you meet the requirements, you can obtain the light. You know, and we found that out, especially with the darkness. Um, 
tamper with the darkness. It's the same thing. It's what you decide to do with it. You know, you you have the you have these paracausal powers, but you can decide where, where you want to take it and will you allow it to corrupt you or will you use it to fight for what's right? You know, and I think that's the that's one of the biggest uh, things, especially with ultrasound, the, the line between light and dark, you know, is so very thin. And it really is. It really is. And that it's like that narrative has really progressed the story, you know, throughout or why we're doing this. And now, like uh, you said, Taylor, from the beginning, it was like, uh, yeah, we uh, it was it's not about light and dark anymore. Now it's about it's survival. How are we going to survive the collapse going forward? You know, now the races that we used to fight against all the time over petty quarrels, now we're all coming together like, hey, listen, we're soul versus, you know, Team Dark. You know, we got to survive. We got to defeat this witness. You know, he has really played a part in destroying all of our worlds. We got to get, we got to take him out. He's the Thanos of destiny. And that's where we're at now, you know. So that's the thing. It's like, well, like you said, the Destiny 1, everything you kind of knew about Destiny 1, you know, as far as lore, it kind of is like, well, it's not really useful, you know, now because of what we know now. You know, everything we're fighting from the Traveler, we're doing this, we got to fight enemies of the darkness. Well, that's not the case because the Fall is not part of the darkness. They got taken out by the witness. The cabal got taken about by Zebra Rav, who follows the witness. It's just like, well, we're all pretty much together. <laughs> and we've done a lot of foolish stuff. And now here, here's the witness right here. So uh, I definitely, what you think about all that, uh, Ariska? It's, I think it's like right on the money. There, There's a specific spot during the campaign where it shows all of basically the different races involved in the story that we've had so far all standing against the darkness. And I think about mm -hmm. that a lot. I think about that a lot because it's, we've, like you said, we've all basically gone from like having these wars against each other to all having to, to firm up and come together to get rid of this. Finally, it's, I've got a lot of hope that Aramis comes around. Like I really do. Um, right. Because I feel like that would just solidify things. Um, We've had a lot of characters be able to to kind of come to terms with the past and and push forward, and I mean mm -hmm. it's I I hope that we also somehow get that going with Savathun as well because it would be right. quite interesting to see the Hive, a at least a faction of the Hive, the way that the the Fallen are working, um, to come together mm -hmm. against this as well. Because it impacts everybody. At the end of the day, like this literally pit impacts everyone. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's the thing. It's like we still have to. It's like we're going to have to, really, especially with the Hive. And we all know our history with the Hive. We haven't really been on the the best of terms. They've slaughtered ours. We've slaughtered theirs. And it's like, okay, but we do have Sabbath who knows the truth, who fight against the witness and she has the light so that means she's a target as well so it's like listen lucy hive we on the same side you know at the end of the day yes you don't remember your past we don't when we wake up so it's like okay you know and i think there's even lore where there was like um 
loose and hive that's like, why do I need to, why do I want to attack the guardian? You know, uh, he knows nothing about, it. you know, what was you saying, Taylor? Uh, I, I was saying you're absolutely right. There is uh there's one in Lucent Tales. There's a, mm-hmm. um, it's actually the entry is by a ghost who's like, you know, drank the Kool-Aid and they're totally into it. And, and the, they're disappointed in who they resurrected. I think it was like an acolyte or something, but the acolyte like keeps hesitating and killing this like other ghost. And he's like, Oh yeah, no, we're gonna have to do something about this. Um, I think mm-hmm. sort of like the gist of it at the end of it, but, uh, yeah, no, that, that is a hundred percent correct. Yeah. That is a hundred percent like a thing is that they start to question Absolutely. it too. And these are, these are, you know, not Sabathun, not like her like top generals or anything. These are the guys who don't get the benefit of her kind of cheating the grace system and getting her memories back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the, and, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, we have those, those light bears. It's like, listen, I don't see no reason why I should be fighting him. You know, I, I want we the same, you know, it's like, <laughs> so, and that's the thing, like, they're questioning what, you know, is right and what's wrong. Okay, you know, we don't get the same benefit, but I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm doing my thing. And that's the thing. With Sabathun, and we know how Sabathun is, you know, how do you think she's going to play out, uh, Taylor? What you think, you know, coming back? I think... Hmm. Like, like when, I, when do I think she's going to come back into play? With the story? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, when, when do you think she's coming back? If she's not secretly back already, because I know we have the body, but then there's also, like, parts in the lore where you don't necessarily need the body a- after the first resurrection to, to resurrect someone. So, there's... I think I think the writers are being honest. I don't I don't know if that piece of, like, misdirection is actually there. Like, if it is, cool. But if not, you know, still happy. Um, so, I think when she comes back, it's going to be either right before or right after we deal with a Zebrath. Mm. That's what I'm calling. She's either going to try to recruit her sister, or she's going to be the one to like actually kill her, or she's going to try to recruit us like right after, right after dealing with the sister. Because like if if you think about it, she's been helping us. She's been getting us ready to fight Zebrath the whole time. She's been getting us ready yep. for this fight, like, and we didn't even know it. Um, especially like, I think you pick up a lot of that in this season and last season to a slightly lesser extent, but with Osiris kind of like mirroring what Savathun as Osiris was saying in a lot of <laughs> like, you know, tactics and ideas and, and how to, how to deal with it. So I, I <laughs> you start to wonder like, was, was he, was, was, a uh, was, uh, that good of an actor that, that she picked up on what Osiris legit would have said, or, or was it actually good advice? Which, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I think that's I think that's going to be the thing that I'm paying the most attention to. Right, and you're right, man. She has led a lot of the foundation down and and gave us the blueprints. Like, listen, I'm helping you guys out. You know, of course, you guys don't trust me and everything like that. But I've been telling the truth the entire time. <laughs> I've been letting <laughs> you guys know. Listen, my sister's after. I'm gonna show you where you need to get your asset from. Yes, there's another. There's another city. I know about it. I'm gonna plant it in Osiris's head. There you go. <laughs> you know, she she's really been helping us the entire time, and I think that's gonna play a major part. Especially, I would even suggest, and which would be cool, if you know the season we wake her up. 
you know, the season in Lightfall, hey, we got to wake up Sabathun. You know, that could be possible as well. You know, uh, I would say sooner. She's 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 coming into play at some point soon. Now, as far as Aramis is concerned, that's the thing that's tricky. She, I think Aramis, she do understand that, listen, you know, you're playing on the wrong side right here. She, The witness just turned your lieutenant into a, a, a hus. <laughs> the score. So it's like, when will you finally say, you know what? At the end of the day, the, the petty scores is over. I need to go ahead and join them at House of Light because we're suffering. And <laughs> we can't afford to allow the witness to use my people as pawns. You know, it, it's the thing about, you know, Aramis, she's very stubborn in that aspect. It's like, what's it going to take? All of your whole house is just subjugated for you to be able to say, okay, you know, I need to go ahead and join Mithrax. You know, I just wonder how that's going to play out. So, uh, Sergio, I do want to ask you, man, um, you know, seeing, seeing those where it's going, um, you know, how do you think, what do you think is going to kind of shake up going forward from what you're seeing? So with Aramis, you know, you I kind of feel bad for Aramis, right? And I guess I could see maybe potentially her or them trying to, I don't know, betray the witness in some form. Mm. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I, I could see that. Yeah, because it, if you look at it, she's been talking to, uh, she's been talking to uh, Marisol. We've been getting the conversations um, between the two, and you know, Marisol literally telling him like, um, you know, aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of fighting this fight? You know what? <laughs> you know, you might as well come over here because we're 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 trying to win this. We're trying to beat the witness. We have a plan. At least, at least we look like we got a plan, you know. And then another thing too, because I was looking the other day and just looking at, I was trying to write a diagram. But okay, let's look at all of our ranks versus all of their ranks. So right now they got the Shadow Legion, they got the uh, the Scorn, of course. We don't know what Fickrell's at. I'm sure he's gonna play a part in this. I don't think he likes what's going on. Um, we have, uh, of course, the Hive, she will raps, uh, Brood. Um, we have, uh, House of Salvation right now. Uh, let's see. And we also have, did I, did I mention the Shadow Legion? I think I mentioned the Shadow Legion. I think you did. Yeah. And we still don't know what the, uh, witness ranks are. We only know the, um, the Tormentors. And he's probably got many others, you know, and his disciples. So we got a lot that on the witnesses side. And what we have is we have Marisol, the Awoken and the Corsairs, of course, and Tekkens um, combined in there. We got uh, House Light. We got the Cabal Ascendancy with Keitel. Uh, of course, us. Um, and uh, hopefully if the Light Bears play out, you know, we're pretty good. I'm not sure if we're, I'm not sure if Rasputin is going to still be alive. I don't know. Uh, I hope so. But, and then we got the Cloud Striders, you know. So that's pretty much all we have right now. We're kind of not looking too good when it comes to the amount of people, players on our side. 
<laughs> you know, so uh, what? So uh, I do want to ask you, Gariska, like, what are the odds of us actually being able to stop the witness? You know, from right now. I'm actually. You think we? No, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. Uh, you think we got a chance to win? I I think what happens at the end of this season is going to determine the strength and wish we push into Lightfall. I'm uh, back to like the initial discussion about like uh, Savathun and what her plan is. I would not at all be shocked that we see her before the end of the season, because if we are stuck at a stalemate in regards to mm. using the war mine against Zivuo Wrath, having an upper hand in that situation that doesn't involve something that's just going to fortify her armies would Ooh. be priceless at that point. <laughs> so having, having Savathun's hive would make a gigantic difference. Um, I would also be curious to see exactly what type of technology the Cloud Striders have to offer. Because they've been able to live under the radar for so long now. We didn't know mm -hmm. that they were there. It, yep. You know, the darkness didn't realize they were there until just recently. So I'd be curious to see. You may have numbers on one side, but you may have an extreme advantage on another. So. Right. Right. And that's the thing. You know, because we saw, and I think it was the first trailer uh, that we saw in the write-up where, like, a cloud strategy literally destroyed a pyramid. I was like, whoa. So I'm guessing you guys have the actual technology that it takes to destroy those bad boys. So it's like, okay, you guys are super hyper and advanced. You guys can do that. That's going to make the witness quake in his boots, you know, having that technology. And just how advanced their city is, they are well-developed. You know, that they, they were able to be quiet and uh, be able to just build and, you know, make advancements. That makes me wonder what all Clovis Bray know and what he don't know. You know, that's that's the thing for me. I'm like, Clovis, he knows so much stuff, but it's like he doesn't let on of everything he knows because of he, how he is. It's like, he must have had known something about Neomuna so, or, you know, the colony. So are you, are you, are you suggesting this is something that Clovis knows, but not Elsie. That's the thing, though. Elsie could know because, I mean, she pretty much had one of those fish, the little fishy friends, too. That's from Neamuna. You know, fishy and it's like, fish. what are you not telling us, Elsie? She also has, what? like, she's she's from a completely different timeline. So there are so many, there's so many resources that she has in her head that we could never have in our current lifetime in this particular reality. So, yeah. And that's another thing too. Like, um, it's like Elsie, you've seen, you've seen what happened, you know, uh, you know, in your timeline, you've seen a lot of things um, that's happened. So it's like, okay, where was Neomuna in your timeline? You know, what happened there? That that's the interesting part. You know, uh, so it's like, okay, we do have the assets, and apparently, um, Rasputin he knows, he knows about it, but he it's like he kind of covered it up in a way 
you know, okay, I'm a racist from the database, uh, you know, the definitely stronghold type of deal. And it's like, okay, if we look at it, we break down the definitely stronghold, you know, it was kind of like it's a code name, you know, and it's like, wait a minute, Cloud Striders, Nephilim, just mostly in the sky. Uh, it's like, okay, that makes sense. He's talking about Neomuna, <laughs> you know. So it's like, uh, it's like, where do we go from here? And now we're at this standstill type deal with uh, if we try to attack the hive using the war sites, we lose. If we do nothing, we lose. So it's like, okay. What are we going to have to do now? You know, what do we do now? <laughs> now that we're literally at this standstill because we can't do nothing. And you're doing something just going to destroy it. So it, what, what do you guys think when it comes to Rasputin? Like, uh, where do we go? How are we going to be able to best Chibor Rav? She is one of our greatest opponents yet. How are we going to best her? You know, I think is anyone anyone a fan of uh, Star Trek, particularly Next Generation? Yeah, on the uh, on the pod here. So, as, as you know, Data is is the robot. He's like super great at stuff, and he's playing this. I want to say it's the three level chess game, but he's playing this like thing against this guy who's like a grandmaster, and Data can't beat him. And Data's like, oh, like he's like you know, for someone who has no emotions, he's like starting to feel like. Uh, <laughs> you know, like doubt and just like, oh, just kind of like general, general self-feeling. And then he does, the reason I thought of this is he does kind of what, what um, Mara is suggesting we do with Zebo Wrath. It's you don't try to win. You just try not to lose. And mm -hmm. so the game just goes in a stalemate forever till they eventually say like, screw this and flip the board. <laughs> so that's, Pressure that's them into I, something that's going to, that's going to make them slip up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just play the... So, like, that's that's how I think it's going to be. I, th I think we, we, we put her into a stalemate or, or something that she doesn't know how to react to, whereas, like, we stop them from taking something like, like the war sets, and we just destroy them. No, now no one gets war sets. Zivu, you've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Nobody gets to play. Yeah. I'm Nobody's taking it away. I will... Today. I will I will turn this solar system around, okay? <laughs> <I will. laughs> for sure, for sure. Zavala screaming into the back seat of the van. No, don't destroy the war sets. <laughs> we, have, we have war sets at home, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it, I can see that happen. That'd be hilarious. That's, but yeah, man. You're right about that, though. Like, uh, we, it's not for us to win. It's for us to outsmart. We're going to have to outsmart her. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> what's the best ultimate? Let's just destroy these. And now you can't use nothing. <laughs> Let's go with that. I like that idea, though. I do like that idea. Sacrifice both so that way you don't have to worry about, you know, her trying to use it on us and we making a mistake and literally have the whole city in trouble. So that's actually that I can see that playing out though, for sure, for sure. Uh, so something with flowers is good day gamers. Here's supporting my lady, a risk of plays. Love listening to the different perspectives on the story. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining though. And I appreciate you. And thank you for the follow 
Thank you for listening in on the Lord panel, part one. So, yeah, so when it comes to Rasputin, uh, we're in a tricky position right now. And we still don't know what was that code that, uh, that, uh, before, um, Clovis, you know, got pushed back to Europa. What was that message, you know, that he sent that code message? I wonder what it says. Um, that's the thing that's like, okay, now the witness knows what we're up to because of us pushing him out and that code was sent to them. So it's like, oh, oh, that means big trouble. You know, and knowing that Clovis, of course, Clovis always have something up his sleeve. He wanted to utilize Rasputin to become, you know, pretty much the god of of humanity of some sort. You know, <laughs> I'm going to take out the Traveler so that way I alone can be, you know, <laughs> the the protector. You know, it's like, um, yeah, you're trying to be some type of sovereign uh, <laughs> dude or something. It's what you it's, think about that, Taylor. It's really interesting that you bring that up and how they've given a little more clarity to the uh, the midnight exigent and, and the different the different protocols that uh, we, we used to debate over at D one. But this is an instance I actually think you don't need to know this from D one to enjoy what's happening right now or even understand what's happening right now. But in D one, in one of Rasputin's bunkers, there's a scannable at one of those little kiosks, and it's like, yeah, someone was here like right at the collapse. Yo, you're right. You're and was right. and was and was like working at the thing, and it it makes you start to wonder because at this point we know we know from this season for sure it's not Anna because Anna died on Mars. Facts. We know it's not Clovis because Clovis was already an Exo. Mm-hmm. Exo uh, slash AI. So you kind of like multiplicity themselves there. Uh, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really curious as to who that was, because right now, like big candidates, uh, involve one Elsie because time travel. Yeah. Um, and two, uh, uh, for similar reasons, I would be very interested to know where the other Clovis children were. Right. Because we haven't even met all of them yet. And I feel like they all had something in their back pockets to get out of something or like, especially with, with Clovis Jr. I feel like Clovis Bray probably <laughs> did more than just let his clone son die. Exactly. Because, you know, he wants to protect the family name, the lineage and everything like that. That, you know, would be funny, though. What if he might be on near Muna? One of the one of them, or at least a couple of them. What if that's the case where we actually find we find out that the junior could be on Neomuna, and it's been there for some time. Well, I guess I should clarify. I believe that Junior was dead. Is dead. That Junior is dead. So without the off chance, <laughs> and well, off chance that maybe they're they're like a guardian or something like that. Like totally here for that. What I'm wondering is if that was the only clone. Mm. And if we go there, what if it's just like jars of various sizes <laughs> till it gets it right? <laughs> and it's just... Oh God, just <laughs> copies. Have you ever seen like uh, Venture Brothers? With mm-hmm. all the clones mm-hmm. of the brothers? Yeah. Like in the mm-hmm. <sighs> Whatever they have to like, like, all right, we're making a new one. <laughs> it's... Also, I feel like when it comes to Clovis, it's like there, there is nothing that is holy. 
Like there is nothing that Clovis <laughs> would not do in order to have any type of tactical advantage. I, Just I disagree. I, I promise you, Clovis is the type of guy that as far as he'll go in breaking like like Mores, I guarantee you he would not break an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing he keeps saying. That's the one thing he holds right. sacred. <laughs> I hate I not, Axis denied. Axis denied. I will not disclose. I, mean, I, I can see that. I really can see that. Yeah. That's the one get, thing uh, you break. God, I hate yeah. that man so much. <laughs> He's really the reason we get all these centipede error codes. Right, he is the reason. <laughs> he is the centipede. He's the ostrich error code. Like, why are you kidding me? I've been aardvarked oh, too on. many times. He's <laughs> weasel. Mm-hmm. He's weasel. Weasel. Uh, <laughs> he is a weasel. And, and what's funny though is like this guy is so tyrannical, but like arrogant at the same time. But he knows so much. And it's like, okay, we we know trusting him is a grave mistake because this guy, he's working on the back end while he's helping us do the things at the same time. It's like, okay, it's like you need me because I already know everything about the golden age. Even though I got my plans right here, once you do bring the war mine, I'm not going to tell you that, but you do need me. So it's like, uh you're literally making a deal with the devil every time you talk to Clovis Gray. Facts. Facts. He's an asshole. Like, he's an asshole. <laughs> Ultra. He's had, he's had a past, but you know, uh, so you think we'll get to delete change, more. Right? Do you think we'll get to delete more Clovis Gray eye copies? Oh. Like we'll send him out. <laughs> oh. We'll find him in something. Just be like, oh, I deleted. No. That's the, that's the new collectible for the beginning of the season of Lightfall. I love uh, yeah. it. Hello. Have you deleted all the AI copies? Like you'll never get your Clovis Bray eye deletion gun. <laughs> you need that. Deletion. It's just a thumb drive with a virus. He's gonna <laughs> walk up and get people. Facts, facts. Allergy Art says, "Hey, Ariska plays looking stunning, ma'am." <laughs> Zara Miss Victoria says, "Uh." Look at all these beautiful people. Why, thank you. I appreciate you. We are very beautiful people indeed. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys hit it. Like, this dude is like, we can't trust him. And it's like doing any type of dealings with him, we already know what he's about. But you know what I was thinking about? I was like, you know what? Because they have uh, Niamuna, they have Nanite Technology. Who's to say they don't have some type of, and their nanite technology is way stronger, way advanced than SIBA. So who's to say they got some type of war mind type of technology themselves that's way more advanced than Rasputin is? I think that's what Strand's going to be. Mm. That's a, I feel like that's probably like the big weapon to, to pushing us to a point where we have a tactical advantage. I can see that. I definitely can see that. Because it's like, how, how how did they develop that nanite technology, you know, without having some type of super AI that could help them do that? They got you really know? tiny tweezers. Just 
<laughs> really big microscopes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that would be crazy. And it's like it's like um because they're that advanced, it's like okay, if Rasput already knew them, do you think they're supposed do you think there's a bunker there? Could there be a bunker in Neomuna as well? Since he'd been protecting it all this time. I think it's got to be something. I think if it's a place that the golden age mankind had expanded to, and that seems to be mostly like within the solar system, just generally Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit beyond, obviously like Nessus and other like extra solar things have come in. So who's, who's to say like what exactly that pertains to, but um, yeah, I think, I think if it's a place people went during the golden age, then it's a place Rasputin went just by default. Yeah, I can see that. One of the war sats probably landed over there and just like, hey, you know, we're here. Is that how he spreads? He just crashes the war sat? <laughs> it's <laughs> like a virus. Just <laughs> spread it all in. <laughs> war sat inbound. We're here. Click, 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 click. I mean, <laughs> when let's start building. That's how terraforming begins. <laughs> right? But that's the, that's the, because it's like um, the Traveler never touched near Neptune. He never touched Neptune. Uh, even during the collapse, the witness doing all this thing, not realizing, hey, humanity is thriving over here. You can't see us, but hey, we're good while you guys do whatever. You know, they've been, they've been, they've built their cut, their, their city up. Um, we don't even know how big Neomuna really is. Um, it could span most of the uh, the planet. Well, right, and and we also saw the Vex in the trailer. Yeah. Yep. What's going on there? I want to know when we can talk to uh, um, oh my gosh, my mind just completely blanked. Who, uh, What's his name? Um, yeah. The Let one me... that got turned into the Vex? Yeah, my mind just completely blanked. Asher? Thank you. I keep wanting yeah. to say Archer. It's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not Archer. It starts with an A. Are we not uh... counting submines anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I'm really curious because this is this is something that we have has not been touched since that season that we dealt with, Future War Cult. It's it's something mm-hmm. that was absolutely put into the narrative, so it's in the back of our minds. And does this right. play out either during the campaign or is this post-campaign? Where if we finish with Lightfall in the Darkness, the Vex mm. are still there. The Vex That's still right. exist. And they exist on multiple planes of existence. So it's where we go from Lightfall... Like that could possibly be a direction that we move, but I'm I'm more curious to see how they are going to weave themselves into the upcoming campaign. I do want some clarification. Now that you mentioned the Vex, I do have a really big question for y'all because I've been trying to figure this out. Okay, so we destroyed Coria, right? Coria was like this big. She was like, you know, Sabathun's puppet in a way of making sure you know that the the infinite the the night you know, all that good stuff that happened. And she played a big hand because she, of course, she could simulate Oryx and how he takes and all that type of stuff. She was a big deal to the Vex, a big asset. And it's like Coria, well, with Sabathun's influence, made the infinite, the the, the night, you know, that whole simulation on, on the last city. And they, put, they spent a lot of resources 
to do that. And because us destroying, you know, uh, Korea and getting rid of the, the, the night whole scenario, um, that made a, that put a major blow to the Vex, right? So it's like, okay, we know that the witnesses Vex that worship the witness is the soul division. We know that. Um, and then we have the regular Vex that, you know, that kind of fears the witness. They know, wait a minute, every timeline we look at, we lose, you know? So it's like, okay, the, the Vex is on, you know, uh, Neomona. It's like, what part are they going to have to play in this? Because it's like, okay, a lot of their resources were spent, you know, and one of their greatest minds got destroyed. And it's like, okay, where do they go from now? And now Asher is a, a, a Vex, but actually still can communicate with us. So what type of influence he has with the high minds of the Vex? I wonder how he's going to be able to play that because he's still an ally. So it's like, okay, can he get the Vex to possibly fight with us? That's one thing I, I, I'm thinking about. What y'all think? Um, that's, that is a lot to, to, con to consume. <laughs> um, so put a couple things out there. One, uh, Quoria, when we met her, um, she, she is Savathun's thing and she is like messing with the Vex, but she's kind of like quite separate from the Vex since, um, that story in the, uh, the book, the sorry, books, but it's only in the one that we have the book of stars <laughs> that, that we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so she she's been taken since that time and that's that's like its own thing the other thing i all i kind of want to submit is do you really think we died to what is possibly the best tactical simulated mind the vex ever came up with inside her own simulation do you really think we killed her inside where she has all the power i don't think so that was just the way she died i was like i can't believe that just she's too smart for that that, that that's the thing is she's way too smart for that and calculative. I, I don't think that was the end of her at all. I mean, it would yeah. be it would be really interesting if it were. I'll I'll say that. But at the same time, if you never if you never see or hear from Corey again, well, all right, it's 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 it, it is in a bow. I'll put it that mm -hmm. way. It is it is tied up. There are no loose ends. And the thing about Coria, she was the only one that actually, out of all of the Vex, that could actually communicate with us and talk to us. That was the interesting thing about it. On about um, on uh, Nessus, when D2 first comes out, the Vex there mostly sort of simulating the captain from the Exodus Black, but they communicate mm -hmm. with us too. They talk through his voice. Yep, that's true. That's true. I think, and that's the thing, we need more uh, Vex that could do that, where we could talk to them, say, listen, you know, you're threatened too, just as much as we are. You know, yes, you, you care about you guys existing, but at the end of the day, nothing is going to exist with the witness. You got to help us out. You know, <laughs> trying to, the only pe person I could see could get through to them is Asher, you know. His voice and is grating enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little harsh. But <laughs> I always, I always felt like Asher was written by someone who, like, and no offense to the writers, I love those guys, 
um all, all of the people who who uh, add to the lore of destiny but like the joke i always had in my head was it was written by someone who had like maybe like read about nerds and seen the movie revenge of the nerds but maybe like hadn't actually <laughs> like met a smart person <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just my kind of hot take <laughs> he is he, he, he is kind of he is kind of weird the way he is. It's it's funny, you know, how he he's the only character that has like that. That's just he's like the most like campy smart. nerd version. Yeah, of an individual. <laughs> oh, camp! It's like straight camp for like how nerdy he is. Like I can't prove this, but I'm almost positive it's canon. He has a pocket protector. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. Ready to go somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's um. He, I I like the character. You see something else for sure. <laughs> he's a lot of fun. He's, he's fun. I I I kind of agree with Ariska. It, it was it was very like hearing him talk. Assistant. I was like, oh gosh, he is. <laughs> He, who gave him my number yeah like when he said when he just like shows up on comms i just want to be there ghost like ghost why'd you give him our number dude you could have screened it you could have yeah we could have we could have just why i would have given him an email <laughs> you know what would be the best conversation though the best conversation would be with asher and clovis bray now that oh, conversation God. would be hilarious the egos <laughs> Oh it would my be, god! It would be something. I'll say. I'll agree with that. <laughs> well, that is the biggest stick swinging contest I think I could ever imagine in like Destiny. Right. Just... Oh my god! Oh. I, I, I can only imagine that conversation. You know, they're both just like their egos just clashing constantly. You know, I'm I, the smartest. No, I'm the smartest. I just I imagine it's like those those skits of goodwill hunting when he's like 10 years later and he's not well read anymore they're like actually if you had known your stuff you would have looked up like... and then clovis gray eyes just like all you see is lights like blinking in the background and he's just got a whole powerpoint about why you're wrong God. <laughs> it's like both of you calm down that is not today. page powerpoint like everything oh bulleted out Mm -hmm. I'm the captain. It appears as he talks. It appears as he talks. It's like, like, like goes the screen. I'm sorry. God. That's definitely something would do. I'm going to write an essay. The reason why you're wrong and I'm right. That's to oh, you. oh my goodness. That's to you, Clovis Bray. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to buy this company. You're fired. <laughs> I, just, I just did it. I just did it. You're fired. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah. I unstocked your bonds. Yes. You're done. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, man. I can see that. <laughs> I just want a whole activity where just, you know, Clovis just talking crazy. <laughs> you know, the whole thing. It's like, oh my God, man. Please, no. Don't give I, us, don't give us no more. I want more. I want more, and I hope we get it now that now that he's well. Like you kind of go back in in some of the things after after like certain events in the season. Uh, you kind of mm -hmm. go back in. He's just like, oh, I see you've come to your senses. Like like this that the other. I just <laughs> I want to go back to the first time. The first time you go uh, in the Deepstone Crypt, and I just really want him to be like not even talking to you, just talking. Right. 
he does, he's not talking to you. Like he makes some comments every now and again when he's like, you know, like in, in this in like all this all this other like random command based stuff. But then he like then he's just like, oh yeah, you see what you did? All right, all right. Now the whole thing has to explode. So I hope that. You- <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. He turned that whole space station around. (laughs) God, if I I had to hear that, I don't think I'd ever play DSC again. (laughs) I'd have to play it on mute. (laughs) Oh, man. The first, the first time I went through, the first time I went through it, I mean this in the most like surprisingly like, like kind of way. I swear to God, what he says when he when you when he first discovers you're in there is gender reassessment, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> because he's so angry and he's like, like it's it's he's muffling it. it <laughs> I can't unhear that now. Whenever I go through the raid. <laughs> Clovis, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, Clovis. You know, uh, there were a lot of things I didn't think you were there on, but all right, all right. (laughs) I know it's kind of off topic, but I like the more like we talked about DSC. This kind of brought it up to me in regards to Destiny lore. I think the most disturbing bits of lore that we've ever received have directly come from Clovis in his notes. Like, right. like, like the the most disturbing content that Destiny has ever put out is literally anything that regards Clovis, specifically his experiments. Facts, facts. He's such a polarizing character, and it's 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 kind of interesting that there are these moments of like just extreme hilarity that we can get with some of the things that like he has done, said, uh, and that we've experienced around him. But like to the core of it, he. I would almost say he's like serial killer level of enemy that we've dealt with in the game. Like he's he's Such pretty dark. Scientist. He has yeah. he has he, this man lives in apathy. Like it's it's kind of mm. wild. He's, he's twisted, very twisted. Yeah. Yeah, he has done so much to it. Even his own scientist, I'm like Okay, Dad, you're gonna be the test subject since you failed to do this. Like, are you okay. serious? So, so enter Terminator Sunderesh. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Like, oh no, I heard I heard I heard like, hey buddy, I heard you like doing experiments. I'm gonna do some experiments on your experiments. <laughs> so you can... For anyone who like, doesn't know, that is that is possibly if you if you ever want to read about Clovis getting his comeuppance. Go see what mm-hmm. uh, I, I I I very it's it's a uh, one of the digital copies of Maya Sunderesh that was developed uh, lost from the Ishtar Collective as they're as they're going through the Vex network. It gets repurposed mm-hmm. into this like, <laughs> well, I don't. It's it's one of those things they talk about how she gets developed and it's she's in a room with a bunch of other hers and she was the first one to be like I need to make all these other me's shut up. <laughs> any means necessary <laughs> like, any means <laughs> yeah yeah so she um she 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 does that and then she's just uh yeah like i said like flayed just he all the bad things are happening to clovis and she won't let him die He's just like ah, like getting tortured for like the whole passage. So yeah, yeah, that's a good reading for all you Clovis fans. 
<laughs> and that's the thing about Clovis. It's just like we know so much about the the Maya Sundarash. We've learned a lot about her and just the whole Ishtar collective and uh, their whole like journey, you know, in the Vex network. It's like um, that's what I wondered. I, I wondered, are they still in there, or oh, they just died? <laughs> you know. I still wonder, you know, if, if they're still traveling, you know, because I think if I'm not mistaken, it was it Pradev. I think it was Pradev that uh, he got a chance to talk to them, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he the Ishtar Collective. He does so much more. Yeah, I think, he does I think so he much did. more. Um, you know, if, if it was jumping, because I, I, I might ramble like legit ramble here. But uh, Pradev is trapped in the Vex network from the original uh team that uh, that went in that went into the uh, the Vex network in um the uh, Vault of Glass. So, uh it was him, Kabir and uh uh, uh And so yeah, they yeah. they go in <clears throat> and obviously Pahanan finds um super good advice and that my head canon is super good advice is what lets him get out. Like tells him like which way to go. Well, they, it's it's a super powerful AI. Like I'm here. I'm here right. for that being how someone like Pahanan, obsessed with cephalopods, gets out gets out of the uh, the vest. So like I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, uh, Kabir drinks the milkshake and decides that he's going to turn his ghost into like the shield that that the Aegis that that we use in in the raid. He leaves it for the next group of guardians to come to come in. Um, and and use that to defeat to defeat the uh, the boss in there. So to defeat Atheon. So poor, poor Pradith. He just like I think all you heard in D one is yeah he got lost to the annals of time. I don't know. He's just he's gone. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's just like yeah. Poor buddy. Uh, this guy. I think. Um, and then you 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 eventually find his ghosts and. Actually, Ariska, you, you touched on it earlier. One of the futures he sees in the Vex network, which is a Vex simulation, is all the different mm-hmm. uh, 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 races like culminating at the tower to go off and 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 fight something. So like that's good good call there. I just I just realized that's what you were you were referencing specifically. Um, and and he's like he sees all this stuff. You get you get like all these little tastes of what might happen in D two in D two. The you you get the backstory of the the Ishtar Collective. Um, and what happened to those 127 copies of each guys as as they went into the, the Vex network to try and like help other simulations like themselves? It was like a very noble cause. I was like, but hey, that's a different conversation <laughs> about spending your like <laughs> unlimited life in in a simulation of I don't know. But so they they go back in, they find Pradeth. Pradeth thinks he's going crazy because these different people with the same voice are are talking to him. And then he's like, yeah, like, you said that before. And then one of them is like, oh, you heard me say that before? When did I say that? <laughs> what did I say my name was? And and they start, like, using him as as this sort of junction to all to all meet. So the, like, long story short, I told you I could babble, is that they <laughs> all get together and they don't all make it. They don't all make it. And they 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 eventually get to a point where they go through a, a gateway. And we don't know what was on the other side. I am so hoping because what happens to Praetus mm. has been jumping around time-wise. So, like, we, we first start hearing the story back in the armor 
in in D one, and you just it's 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 a little out of order too. Excuse me, and so I'm hoping that very much like we promised Saint when on the other side, like we get to shake his hand and be like, oh hey, Brandon, I've read I've read so much about you. Right, <laughs> like that that would make me super happy. All right, long story over. Because <laughs> there's honestly there's an infinite amount of things revo- uh, revolving around like the vex vex gates, all of that type of mm-hmm. time travel, interdimensional, uh, you know, connections that that really hasn't been taken advantage of yet, and really could be like a a springboard for jumping into whatever comes next, or what could be uh. Uh, a portion of what goes on in these upcoming seasons that go on. So there's, there's a lot of material. Right. There's so much material with that. Like There is literally so much that they could do. And it's like, we got so much material and so little time to do it. And it's like, uh, I, I want to know what happened to pray to, to, because like, what if we actually find him, you know, uh, in Lightfall? you know, cause we're finding we're trying to search for this uh, artifact, right? I think they call it the veil or something like that. Um, we're looking for that artifact. But it's like we do know that Praetor did because I think it was in the lore of Destiny Two, I believe, and one of the ships, I think it was a ship uh lore tab that Praetor was talking about. Um he actually saw the future and he saw that there was a pyramid um, you know, where the traveler was. I was like, pray to him. And so he was trying to warn, he, he was trying to send some stuff, I guess his armor or something, descriptions, sending warnings like, hey, look, guys, you know, there's there's a big war coming. And I see some kind of space Dorito. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's taking it's taking the place of the where the traveler used to sit. We need to, we need to, <laughs> I'm warning you guys, something's happening, you know, and he doesn't know what's going on, but he sees it. And it's like, okay, where is Prater at this moment? And is he, a, has he gotten out fully of the Vex network, even though he's seeing those things like um, Osiris saw in the Infinite Forest? He managed to see that timeline where there was nothing there. You just say, yeah, we're we're in the tower, but there's nothing there. It's gone. You know, it's, so it's like uh it's 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 very interesting. And uh you know what's funny though? How did the undying mind come back? That's what I wanna know. <laughs> Does anybody know can anybody explain that? How it, did he come back? It undied. <laughs> What'd you say, Taylor? I it, can't hear you. I it, think you're on mute. It undied. Oh, it undied. Yeah. <laughs> Stay true to its it name. Undied. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's not just a clever name. It just <laughs> every time every time you think it's there, I'm like, nope. <laughs> undoes it. So you're saying it's a Kelgaraf? <laughs> <laughs> I would what I would say, uh the undying mind. Uh, to seriously answer your question, and you can you can uh, let, let let me know if, if I'm remembering this correctly. But uh, in D1 and D2, there's several times where they're in the process of rebuilding mines that we've mm-hmm. destroyed. It's one of the reasons, actually, out of lore or in and out of lore that like we'll repeat a strike 
uh, especially in D1, where you go in and you are like killing uh, a mine specifically, or like inside the Vex network uh, particularly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, I guess you could think of the Vex as like spanners, because like these mines, even if we destroy them, as long as there is a Vex network that is across time, they're still there. And they mm-hmm. might even know that they're going to die and win, so they might be taking like a different load of the Vex network now, ah, and like shifting stuff around. So yeah, like they're both dead and never dead, and can be rebuilt. okay. So it's like an existence of multiple possibilities. So it's yeah, it, exactly. it, nicely put. Yeah, it's it's yeah, kind it's... of like it's wild. It's one of the most wild concepts I think that Destiny. Sorry, my cat. Um. That, that Destiny has kind of, like, come up with. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's lit- it's it's quite literally the most, re- I hate using this term, but reusable content. Like, there mm-hmm. is always something there. There is always right. something that can be done in regards to that. And it's it, al- it almost feels like there's always something new as well. It's a yeah. bucket with no bottom. And that's the thing, like, it's like, I do understand that the Vex, they all share kind of like the same consciousness in a way because of how their network is. So it's like they can build another body, you know, and even if that undying mind dies, his mind is still in the Vex network where he can just, okay, we're going to give you a new body. Here you go. <laughs> you can go back to doing what you were doing before. You know, it's 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 weird how they did it, but you understand it because of their consciousness, like, you know, their makeup. But what's interesting to me is if you guys notice, if you've seen, if you watch the trailer, it looks like there is another activity where we're going to have to go back into the Vex network somewhere in Neomuna. There was a little bit of, there was yeah. a little clip. You saw that? It looked like a, it looked like a new strike, possibly something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if we're going to have to splice our way back into the Vex network in a strike or something like that, it's like, how come we've never we've never even seen the Ishtar Collective at all since we've been in there? You know, that's interesting. You know, we, we've never got a chance to see them. And we was actually inside the Vex network. It's weird. It's very interesting. You know, what you think about that, Taylor? You think we're going to officially see them since we can now go in and out of the vast network I, in a way. So kind of like what you were saying, I think they've made kind of a good point uh, this season on how the sort of different Vex minds have interacted with Guardians and, and why they might uh, not all seem to be congruent. Um, so you know, yes with an if, but no with a but. Like, yes, mm. if we go into the place, the one that actually has him, and for somehow we get to go wherever he is, or, like, he comes to us. Sure. Mm-hmm. No with a but. Like, no, we might not, but that doesn't mean he's not in there. It just means he wasn't where we sure. were. When we were, also. So it's 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 a whole cyclical thing. The, the Vexer... They're one of my favorite ones to try to wrap your head around because they're they're very much probably the more proper like hive 
mind in in mm. Destiny. Like if 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 each of the minds are a queen, and then you know how how the different units and, and stuff are able to move around and then they all have like, they're all purpose driven and you know, they either do their purpose or they don't, it doesn't really matter if they lose them. I think, yeah. so I think, I think that's important. And we've also heard in addition to that from Ikora that in destiny Two, like, like in game, the Vex are not the radial area. Yeah. So if they're yep. not the Radiolaria, although like I really I'm not gonna lie, I was always here for the idea that like little single celled <laughs> guys had built giant mecha for themselves and were just like <laughs> like 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 yeah, they developed time travel to fight the kaiju, like I'm here for it. <laughs> like I am, I am I, That would be yeah, like you go in there and it's just like Star Trek mixed with Gundam <laughs> and it's just they all, they're all on the ship <laughs> what are you doing here yeah yeah they're all like oh <laughs> way team like we got <laughs> red shirts oh gosh no <laughs> that's what we've been fighting the whole time is the all these red shirts, shirts. <laughs> the ones from the future are actually yeah. gold shirts because that's next generation rules are you right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, beat me up, Mister Sulu. So that would be I, weird. I mean, I, I'm here for that, but I also get how that's kind of crazy. Because how does the single cell thing ever build it in the first place? Right, that's whole, what I want to know. There's like a whole, there's a whole, there's a, there's a lot of questions that come with that reality that I just don't. I feel like we would have at least gotten some inklings or seeds to like by now. So I think they're a digital mind. I go back to one of my theories from STP from the show that uh, I think the uh, the radiolaria, because like in real life, in our oceans, radiolaria are like a silicon based uh, single cell organism. So mm-hmm. I, I what I say is the Vex are kind of reverse cyborging it. They have the radiolaria in there as their like processor. Mm, yeah, I can see that. The chip see that's that. like firing all all the all the stuff they need to go, and like without it, it doesn't work. Um, that's that's so we know they are, they're created though. We know they're created in the Black Garden, right? Or that's just only that specific soul divisive type that's only been created in the Black Garden, or all of them are. That's that's the question I want to know. Risk it because I want to say that that might be how they're created, but like it doesn't really allude to like who's controlling what. I'm not even that. sure if it's been touched yeah. on. Like it's it's one of those like very niche topics, and it's mm-hmm. but also like it. I'm curious now because you do see very plainly in the trailer, you know, the witness getting access to the Black Garden. Mm-hmm. So yep bringing it back around to where did the Vex play out in all of this? Cause they've been pretty quiet for a couple of seasons and it's, yeah, it's going to be go times. <laughs> to the Vex right. the whole time they've been, they've been, they've been fighting us in, uh, in the expansion. They've, they're already there. <laughs> it's why we haven't heard from them. It is like, <laughs> like I was just cut to it. <laughs> <Skip>. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the Vex have been like, bunkered in these different places, you know, especially that big gate. We don't know what's on the other side of that gate. Uh, the one that's in the, the, uh, 
in Europa, that's a big gate. And uh, we don't know what's on the other side of that. And uh, apparently there's uh, some type of manufacturing world over there on the other side. That's why they keep coming out, which Clovis used so that way he could he could make those exos. He needed that radio area. But it's like, uh, what's on that other side? And why did that huge mind, those two huge minds come from? And it's like, okay, there's different planets that just like literally has hosts a factory where just like a whole bunch of X are being rebuilt. <laughs> Obviously, you know, and even if you go back to even with Callus, you remember when he when his ship swallowed that big uh <laughs> that big part of the planet of, of Nessus and uh, the big mine was there. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Argos. You know, that's the biggest we've ever seen one. <laughs> you know? That was it, pretty it's just big. so yeah, man. He was huge, and it's just like uh. It's like, okay, if that exists in our Earth's in Nessus core, what's all out there that we haven't seen when it comes to the Vex? Because we never really got much of exploration on them as all the other races. And I think that's something that's probably going to come. I don't know if it's the next saga, you know, but it's interesting because they are the only ones that's been more elusive. We've gotten bits and pieces of them. But we haven't gotten a full scope of, okay, why do the Vex do what they do? Um, or do they have a leader? Do they have, who was the ones who created them? Like uh, the whole full thing. We really haven't gotten that uh, with the, with the uh, Vex. Because we already, we got a lot of lore on the Cabal. We got a lot of lore on the Fallen. We got a lot of lore on, of course, the, uh, you know, the Scorn. We've gotten a lot of backstory on them. Uh, everybody else. And it's just like the Vexes, I guess they're saving it for something. You know, that's what it seems like. Because there's a lot of different things, you know. Yes, we know they got a connection with the uh, Exos, of course, because Clovis. Using clarity mixed with radial area to make the Exos perfect, you know, and stuff like that. And that's, that's, that's an interesting thing in itself. It's like, okay, so I guess Exos have a connection to the Vex in a way. That that's the interesting part about that. A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. One one thing I've always wondered about uh about the uh relationship between the Vex and humanity is that uh, back in D one, I don't know if you guys remember, there used to be there used to be this this whole like theory that uh because they had humanoid forms that they were from uh this uh and they're time traveling they're from this like this this future of humanity where either they're left without a directive anymore because humanity's dead or like they consume humanity like very terminator-esque uh uh mm. type type storyline and now they've decided that like no more humans go back in time to do it um it's a plague dude. we need to snuff it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing I never got in any of those things, like not in the Matrix, not in Terminator, not in any of those. And that's a very good point. How come not one of them is just like, yeah, I made this virus that my metal shell is completely immune to? Like, <laughs> like in all these futures, in all these futures, the cold, cold machines still obey the Geneva Convention. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. It's like, uh, wait a minute. 
Don't none of you guys realize this? You know? You know we need air, right? We need it. <laughs> like, we need this to survive. <laughs> Let's stop organics. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can like, see that though. So, but back 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 to where I was going before before my rambling took over. Uh, the the um the idea now we learn in the, the Book of Sorrows is that uh, they learn these shapes as part of their worship. Uh, at least the, the, that's been in my head, head canon. But it's, it's a, they, they encounter the hive, the hive are worshiping the darkness. They start emulating that. And then, like, because, like, think about it. Like, why, why wouldn't they all just fly? Right. Why do they need legs? Right. What can't you do without legs? You can't kneel. Mm-hmm. And 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 how do we find them half the time, especially the uh, the Hesans who are who are like the most active in in the darkness worship? If we if we go in on their shrines and stuff before they know we're there, they're like kneeling or in like some kind of like break my back pose. I'm not going to try it, but it's, <laughs> it's that's true though. Yeah, it it I looks so too. painful every time. I was like, no no wonder they believe that that you guys are true believers. Like it's I am hold on, like crack 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 crack. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> that is that is very point. interesting. <laughs> oh god, I don't know why my mind went to that really bad movie, The Arrival, where like the oh my people's god. legs bent backwards with like oh, ostriches, oh and they made the cracking sound. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> Hope you enjoy that before you go to bed. Oh yeah, I, I know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let me type this movie in. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna queue it up now. <laughs> Charlie Sheen classic right there. Oh mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine you see that that happens. Like, he's like, wait a minute, what's going on? I like <laughs> I've I've found as I've gotten older, I found a new love for like background characters or side characters. Whenever they see something crazy happen, just like, all right, yeah, no, I quit. Um, here's my badge and my gun, and <laughs> just, like, I'm out. Just just take everything. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, this is not like. Here's the stuff you paid for. This I actually brought this <laughs> this from home, but I'm. Gonna... <laughs> And those are the guys yeah. that stay alive. Those are the smart ones at the end of the day. I know, it's right? Peacing out yeah. early. Those are all it's our funny. grandfathers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's really funny because I, I, I kind of have grown to uh, enjoy background characters because they are equally as funny if you just pay attention to what they do and when, when <laughs> you know, when it's going down, you know, oh, and then you see them zooming across. I don't know. I just find it funny. I just can't help but laugh sometimes. <laughs> I was reading. I was reading. A and comic. it's always the cops that's eating donuts. That just like they're looking up at this guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is coming. We're just going to stand there and look and shoot our pistols. It's like, are you serious? It's not going to help you, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I, was, I was like, this thing clearly came from space, but your little gun is going to... Like it just came in through the atmosphere. You can't even escape it. And you please. <laughs> I just always love. I always love that mentality. Like even even in, like you wouldn't do that to a tank. You wouldn't try it to was. shoot like like a B 
beach when he's ever like or like some like like clearly man made thing coming at you. But this alien thing, I'm taking a shot. Like I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't know until you try. <laughs> like, you guys, I got this. <laughs> It well, never fails. Well, well, you know what, guys? You're laughing at me now, but what if no one had tried and it had worked? What, what if <laughs> hey, I was the first one? <laughs> no one else had thought of it <laughs> until I uh, We got to give him credit. It's signed well, with the gotta, water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I just... What bugs me about that is like they they like chop people up and we're mostly water. Like some of us had to get on them at some point. <laughs> Eighty percent, like you would think, someone with a cut would be like, uh, uh. ah. Oh, you would think. It's like someone might notice somewhere. (laughs) They don't. They don't notice anything. It's like, are you serious? Just what really bugged me is these guys will die from the water. So where are they? Like, guys, we got to go to this planet that's mostly. I know it's mostly the stuff we hate. I get it. Well, we gotta go. This is like two thirds water, and you're thinking to me, Gerald. What? Are you, where are you coming from with this? <laughs> it's an intern that comes up with the idea, and somebody up top thinks it's a really great idea, despite like all of the senior members being like, you know, this probably isn't great. Nah, nah, nah. This new kid, he's got great ideas. I would accept that, and, and with a yes and or. Um, also somehow involving like like this meek person from like accounting who's like yeah you know you know like these, <laughs> i oh, i yeah but these numbers really check out if you see my spreadsheet <laughs> i've they got to prove it <laughs> i know what you're thinking like <laughs> what guys How's check they? out my slideshow <laughs> check this out don't worry <laughs> oh god that just reminds oh me of, of independence day again where like this intergalactic species shows up and they're like completely it's like most of the movie is one-sided fights and we are losing it's getting like <laughs> like anyway anyway they got it and then and then we just we upload a windows 98 virus and it all comes down <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. That is that is all she wrote. It was Flappy Bird. We, we did it with eight hundred megabytes of RAM. It's white paper too. Right. Oh my god! If that ever happened, if that happens to Lightfall, hey guys, don't worry. We'll take out the space Doritos. Let me go ahead and type in this Windows Eleven code. I'll just go flying down. Like, oh, that was all we needed. That's great. That's great. We, we let Clovis interact, and all it does so. once, it, once he takes over their system is becomes like the DOS line. Yeah. <laughs> like, waiting for the terminal input. <laughs> just, just blinking. <laughs> he reset himself. I told you I was humanity's best interest. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm I've telling you. Him. I've defeated him with an operating system that the whole family can enjoy. Windows 95. <laughs> the Clovis edition. <laughs> tell you. I'm telling you, Clovis, oh, boy, I'm telling you, he is like the laughing joke of destiny, literally. 
the, I, one of the funniest moments I, I think uh, is when uh, Anna was po- pointing that gun at him, and the way he was just like shouting, <laughs> just, dude, like you're going into like a panic attack, boy. She she whipped out that engram. It was. <laughs> Well, like, the what the one thing that was killing me like is watching like watching iRobot. Well, all right, so so he can communicate with the other one. He can communicate with the other, one. and I get that there's like a sensitive nature angle to like what they're doing, and maybe like you can't just have like open comms the the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> I just I still want to know what if his copy had tried to betray him. Mm. Like, did he ever account for himself? I don't think so. I don't I don't think he's that introspective. And I actually would that's another one. Even if, if we can't kill all the Clovis Bray like copies, if we can't delete them, I want them to fight amongst themselves. At least once. Oh my god. I want them <laughs> Oh gosh, it could be, be like a, a uh, situation. Or or like Fresh. Ultron. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yep. For for anyone yep. who's not not a Marvel a Marvel fan listening in the comics. There's more than one Ultron. He like he gives himself a new name. In one of them, I think it's like nine. I think it's Ultron Nine. He decides that his dad Ultron is a jerk and he wants to help the Avengers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's really funny because Ultron is like, How could you betray your father? And he pulls like that, I learned it from watching you. <laughs> like it's because <laughs> of you, Dad. Yeah. It's because of you. <laughs> Cause. That would be crazy if that uh, uh, the other Clovis copy just like oh, I don't want to be like him anymore, so <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and and, and join the witness. Hey, let's see how much disciple now. Yeah, I'm just I'm just oh, saying no. all all the great villains, right? You have Kang and Immortus. Kang does not want to be Immortus. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying there's an opportunity here <laughs> that you can have. There is. Oh gosh, what if there's more? What if there's like rival Clovis factions and they're all bad, but they just like mm. differ slightly on how they're going to do the genocide? Right, right. <laughs> small variations in their plan. Just small variations. There's like <laughs> one involves there's Kang w- Bruce. There's one who has like basically the same plan as the prime, the prime Clovis. It's just they believe in the Oxford comma. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I can imagine seeing that. <laughs> I'm sorry, other Clovis, but penmanship counts. Like that's why he's, that's why he's rebelled. <laughs> oh. I, yo, I can see that. I can see him doing that. But you know something though? We ne- there is one factor that I've seen that we've talked about it a little bit. We saw it, which was uh the Concord that. Uh, and Lysander, where is he at? We he, we know he got exiled, right? He's out there somewhere. We don't know where he's at, and is he still going to make some kind of play of coming back? It was like, hey, you need me. <laughs> you kicked me out of the tower now, but I'm back. <laughs> we still got them. We still got the other factions that's just out there in space. You know, it's like, okay, how are they all going to – how are we going to play this out? Because technically – they were our armada too, and now we don't have them now either. You mean like so a, like it, dead orbit? Yeah, we still got dead orbit, but he's gone and out of the tower and his faction. It's like okay, 
how are they going to play the part into, you know, the witness being out there? Because wouldn't they be under attack as well? You know, generally speaking. It's a possibility. I think when it comes to factions, they're the one that was left, like, the most whole at the end of all of the, uh, uh, everything during that, la- that one season. Um, I'd be curious mm-hmm. to see if he makes a return. I'd be curious to see if he's working with Ikora in regards to information gathering. Since he's mm-hmm. pretty much separated from the tower, any of mm-hmm. her, um, any of her associates, uh, because she's been, honestly, I feel like Ikora has been doing so much, or it's been alluded to that Ikora has been doing so much behind the scenes this last year in general, yeah. that I'm curious to see what it is that comes forward. Um, in regards to information that's going to help us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because if you think about it, Icora's really been, uh, she's been low key about everything. Like she hasn't been going to the meetings. She's been kind of doing her own thing. <laughs> she hasn't it's shut like, up to the group meetings. <laughs> yeah. She, she's not there. She's never present anymore. It's like, oh, you know, she's doing her own thing. do roll, roll call. <laughs> Sitting there. Oh, uh, right. Where's Ikora? Ikora? I'm sorry. She was supposed to bring the cups this week. (laughs) We got got the the disposable flatware, no cups. I'm just imagining. Even Mara Saw was actually on time. How is that possible? I was surprised she was actually there. Right. I was was surprised she was actually like there. Yeah. It's interesting to see her so involved. Right. Is anyone else yeah. a little weirded out by how, like, she and Osiris seem to be, like, old pals? And it wasn't really, right, like, right. A, like, not that there's anything wrong with that. It just, like, I, I felt it hadn't really been, like, alluded to ever. Yeah. And, and they, yeah, they, now they're all good friends. And I was like, yeah, she's okay. like, she's like, yeah, you remember that time we, you know, used to hang out, we're so old and buddies. <laughs> and... Yeah, it's it's like that. It's like buddy, bubbla. Like we, we it, got this. It makes me wonder because like this the last I feel like six months uh have really been like a humbling experience for Osiris. Mm-hmm. Like you really see his character grow, especially over like this past season and the former yeah. season, um, more through text, obviously in that case, versus like cutscene. But the growth of his character, he's come out on the other side, like, much more humble. And I feel like Mara's dive into that humble pie started when Crow came back. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. Crow, when she found out that Crow existed, from there, I feel like, at least, like, character development-wise, that might have been something that humbled her in such a way that she realized that her own intentions were not as important as the whole of everything else. Yeah. It's something that can at least provide a measure of perspective, although that might be also me looking into things too deeply. Um, But it's character development this year in particular has been Mm -hmm. the most interesting because we've seen so much more of Zavala from an emotional standpoint versus his much more stoic attitude um, and Mm -hmm. persona and you see a much more vulnerable character in that. You see a much more vulnerable character in almost everybody. Yeah. Um, it's it's everybody's kind of like losing this this former 
I'm not sure if ego is the right term for this, but but they're the way that they either held each other or held themselves before to how they hold themselves now and how priorities mm -hmm. seem to have changed for a lot of people. Because look at Drifter. I mean, you can look at how he has changed yeah. um, a lot. You know, he's kind of mentoring Ido in a way of saying, like, listen, you got to understand, you know, things happen in the past, but that don't mean they're bad people. You know, people change over time. And he, he has, he's definitely grown as a character as well. Um, you know, and Crow, he's realizing, listen, yes, I, I, I may not be Aldrin, but I can make things right, you know, and, and now op reopen the doors and potentially become the next Hunter Vanguard and try to lead. He's trying to make amends. You know, he's realized I got to accept what happened and now I got to move forward. Um, what Mara saw, she's always been the person with the plan and always, you know, one step at a time. She was a step ahead of everybody. Now she's like, oh, well, I don't have a plan this time. Like, I made mistakes. And now it's like, I can't just beat myself up about it. You know, we just have to move forward together. And she's so more now just, I, I love where her character is gone. And uh, it's same thing with Osiris. I love where his character now, he's like, I got to prove myself again. You know, for so long, I've been captured by Sabathun. Now I got to prove that, yes, I'm, I'm not it. I'm, she's not under my control anymore. I'm still me. I'm this, you know, and of course, he's gone through a lot being captured. He lost Sagira, his mm -hmm. his his ace boom coon, and now she's gone. And he's just like, I, all I got left is just to prove myself. If I can find Neil Muna, you know, they'll see. Hey, look, you know, I'm still me. I'm still Osiris, the scholar. But you know what's funny? It's funny that um, Osiris dissed kind of brother Vance. In one of the conversations, he said, I have no love for the uh, the cult of Osiris. I was dead when he said that. I was like, oh. <laughs> All that sacrifice he, Vance was doing for nothing. <laughs> Vance was literally house-sitting. <laughs> That's the best Man. way to put it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Overglorified janitor. Vance was literally house-sitting. And Osiris, Osiris is like, yeah, I don't even like that dude. <laughs> right, right. I didn't even have to pay him. Like, he did it for free. Like, That's that not even so my real place. That's not <laughs> <laughs> All this teaches me is like, don't ever meet your heroes. Don't ever meet your heroes. Like, that's all it yeah. comes down to. Mm -hmm. They knew they need to exist in here for you. <laughs> he was so gun ho about, oh, I can't wait to the day Osiris returns. But he just came out of the Infinite Force, buddy. Where you have been? He's literally, he literally came out there. He didn't come to go see you. Okay, but somebody's like, Brother Vance, and he's like, who? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> yeah, I that's so bad. That, I was like, wow. He comes out, he's like, yeah, that that's all great. So I'm here about my husband. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yes. That's the funny thing about him is like he's been doing all of these things. He, he did decorate his place with Osiris. Oh, I can't wait for him to come back. He's going to tell us everything and all of this stuff. And he's just like, oh, I have no love for them. 
He's got like the boy <laughs> band poster next to his bed that he kisses every night. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that you have all did. your books. <laughs> I've read all your teachings. What, what I love about that, what I love about that is it could be a poster of anything and Brother Vance wouldn't know. Nope. <laughs> and and like not not to be not to be mean. Not to be mean. Not to be mean. I just want to say we all used to giggle about how his tablet never had anything on it. And the best we could come up with was that it was like a digital braille. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, it's got to be some type of digitized braille. It's got to be. Because he never had anything on it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I see where it's going here. I always like, they never they never expressly say it because they never color in the comics. Because when you actually see Vance before, before he goes blind. And I always wonder uh-huh. if there's like... If Vance is just like hanging out outside Osiris's place, and he's just like, "Yeah, all right, look at that." Looks just like points at the sun. Stare at that, then you'll get it. <laughs> and he That's comes back segment. like later, and Vance is like just blind, just like, <laughs> like going at, it. <laughs> like there is nothing oh. left in here. <laughs> I think the I think the only the only one who ever mentioned the. Uh... The cult was, I think it was Sagira was the only one that actually mentioned the cult. You remember that mission of Curse of Osiris? We had to go and kind of like restore her uh, her shell and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, there's this secret hideout that <laughs> the, the cult of Osiris had. It's like bet, they have this book. I bet she secretly organized him. I bet she's why Vance was watching the place when Osiris was in the network. She Probably. made the clubhouse. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, okay, club. like you guys, I, I don't, don't tell Osiris, but I set you up some orange slices and some high C. It's just it'll make be his tea you. the favorite kind that he it'll likes. Be, <laughs> it'll, it'll just be ready for you. You know, there's, I got you some coloring and some video games, and just if you want to come <laughs> down here and have club time, you can now. Got you the dunkaroos. Yeah. Oh, I just 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 watch watch the house for a little bit. We'll be back. <laughs> never comes back. <laughs> never. He never. Back. It is just Vance left when she comes back. <laughs> Everybody else has given up, and Vance is like, "I've got this. I'm going to yeah. be number one." I'm like, "You hold out, hope, honey." Mm-hmm. That's so crazy, man. <laughs> I when he said that when he dissed him, I was like, oh, "Yo, like." He just don't care about them. It's like I don't care about those guys, those <laughs> those fanboys. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a sub point. I, I, I just at some point I just I really decided I loved his attitude about his own fan club. Yeah, nuts to those guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess he really doesn't care about them. <laughs> he truly doesn't care about them. Is, it's very much it. an Osiris thing to do, too. True. He's like, you're the reason why I got banned from the tower. Stop it. <laughs> oh, and you know something? You know, it's funny. It's funny because it's like, um, you know, the speaker was this like, you know, super morally uh, traveler. Uh, uh, he is. He spoke for the traveler, uh, apparently. And uh, he he's always was doing so much 
you're like, oh, you're supposed to protect the trailer with the light, da 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 da. And if only he was here to see what happened now, <laughs> he'd be like, well, my job is over. <laughs> the half got the light. Wait, what? That that that's not in my um. I, I still say, and this might be the spin foiliest thing I say all night. You never see the body. You That's see a true. mask hitting That's the floor, and then they come back later, and they're like, oh, yeah, we found this dead guy next to the mask. That's, that's <laughs> got to be him. That's got to be. Case he never saw his face. Yeah, that's what I'm we saying. never saw it. Like, yep. how would they know? Did, like, did Zavala get some, get, like, or did, did like, someone just be like, oh, no, that that's him. He's got, he's got a thing right here. That's totally him. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We never, we had never really seen him die, so it's like... Is he still alive? Maybe he's in a hospital or something, you know? And now the whole crime scene for us to investigate. Oh, conveniently <laughs> exploded in the atmosphere. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, hmm. <laughs> we can't figure that out. That's and who, true, though. And, who, and who's sending us messages now randomly? Mm. Oh, that is oh, this, true. This who guy, is... Fenchurch. Hmm. Yeah, this guy, who this is This guy whose niece miraculously always has a store. No matter where you go. Yep. That's true. It's like French Church. Um, how are you always at the right place at the right time all the time? All the time. Like, how you manage to have a store? Just, and every time you're, I guess that's his daughter, his cousin or something like that. He's an uh, uh, adopted, adopted uh, sister. Yeah. Like, it's not quite like a father-daughter thing. Nah, it's not the uncle or something not, like that. Well, I want to say one of them, he's a guardian, so he has no kids. Right. I think Tess is not a guardian. Mm-mm. I think he adopts her. But obviously she doesn't call him dad. Yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. They have a very More like uh, a mentor. Yeah. I think she doesn't watch the shop or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be curious to see if like he ever comes into play because I yeah. mean like this is a guy that gets around Fencher it's it's alluded that Fenchurch gets around mm-hmm. so I'm curious if it ever comes to a point that we actually get to see him or have more than just you know secondhand information yeah he's, he's kind of like he kind of uh... hang out the text mechanicus too he kind of hang out with them too don't he if I'm not mistaken, I think we've seen some Fincher's lore uh, recently. Uh, was it in a dungeon or something like that? It was something like so, that. So we've he's seen him recently. He's he's been the one this season who, after you do the um, the weekly stuff, it's like, oh, this message appears. It's from Fenchurch, and he's helping you get the different catalysts for the uh, the pulse rifle. I forget the same. Revision right. zero. Yeah, that's one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because I was like, I know I've seen his, uh, he's in this season, you know, we haven't heard him talk yet. Uh, I'm sure we will eventually, because this guy's been, he's been making his rounds, like you said, Eriska, uh, he's really been making his rounds, like he, he's being seen more so than ever. Uh, we're going to run into him eventually. I, I feel like we're going to run into him, and he's going to be like, hey, I got a mission that I need you to do. It's you know. gonna cost you twenty silver, though, if you could please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're gonna this... run some kind of activity. 
This currency only has value yeah. to me, but I'm going to need you to give me other currency. In order to... <laughs> I'm going to need you to give me 25 silvers, and then I need you to go and find some more, and I need you to go find this rare item, and you better come back alive because I need that merchandise. I just, <laughs> I really so badly want him to look like the, uh, the, um, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't word this late. Um, <laughs> The guy that you you buy stuff from in Resident Evil Four, it's like what's your boy and like I really so badly oh, want yeah. him to to be he's like got, he's got the jacket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what are you selling? What are you buying? I would love for him to do that. That would actually be pretty epic. He just opened his coat. Oh, <laughs> what do you need? I just really yeah. What's they're like, mine? hey, Guardian, <laughs> come over here. Come on, come on, I got all the ornaments right here. Ah, the merchant. <laughs> I just, I really want, I really wish I could have been there when he was describing the idea of silver. Because silver seems, like, pretty useless to everyone else, like, with, with glitter <laughs> around and, like, other, right. like, precious metal applications. And I just really was like, okay, so, so, I've got this idea. Is I'm going to buy this currency. I'm going to create this currency. It's like money, but you can only spend it here. And then you, I'm sure I'm sure you had someone like Tess be like, okay, but like, what if they're just like, no, I want to spend this money. I have to buy the money with. I don't want to. That's that's twice. That's extra steps. Why I can't? No, but this this is good for here. It's like money, and it's, it's good, good for, for here. here. Don't worry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just. The whole concept is hilarious, and I'm trying to like wrap my head around its place, like outside of a video game. Or maybe he's just sitting there, like, building his own, like, super collider, and he just needs all the silver. <laughs> that's, that's about yeah, all I got. I always wanted to know that. I was like, okay, so he he likes silver, apparently, and that's the only thing that he's willing to trade instead of glimmer or things like that. I was like, okay, this guy is different, and oh, yeah, he's bright engrams. He's like... <laughs> I'll give you five bright engrams. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a very interesting character. Um, he's really been popping out um, definitely in the seasons, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see. That'd be funny if he's on Nia Muna, and then, like, as you're walking past, he's like, hey, uh, Guardian, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Opens his trench coat. Got everything you need. How'd you get all that stuff? Don't worry about it. Oh gosh, gosh. I would also accept we go to the back of his ship and he just opens the trunk. It's just like <laughs> it's just DVDs and, and Oh my gosh. <laughs> you found Pokemon cards you ever seen Shrek 3? <laughs> I got Shrek 3 right here. <laughs> <laughs> You got that? You got this Zavala exercise videotape? I got it right here. Oh no, he's got <laughs> the got version it. of cats with the ball holes. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Can't get it anywhere oh. else. Just here. <laughs> it's a premium on the market too. You really? <laughs> it's a premium. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's from just before the collapse. Oh. I... <laughs> Golden Age style. <laughs> if it's Golden Age, he's going to have a bunch of VHSs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here's my Walkman. <laughs> I've made it on magnetic tape media. <laughs> like, 
Also in Betamax, that's what the other part of the code is. He's got <laughs> man's bringing back eight tracks. Like... That's it. He's got he's got oh Betamax Laserdisc. He has all the failed media. Laserdisc. Like, <laughs> a tape tape <sighs> dispenser from before the collapse. <laughs> get this for eight hundred silver. <laughs> eight hundred silver. Not I even got Trevor. <laughs> oh no! How did you get Trevor? <laughs> I got Trevor. And then you get it. And then then you get it. It's a little like salt shaker shaped like Trevor. (laughs) Just like an asterisk at the bottom of the advertisement that says not not Mm -hmm. actual size. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got to, I got to tell you, I feel like the last city doesn't have advertising laws. I bet he just lies. I bet he just lies. I haven't seen any billboards. He's the type of guy you think you're getting a new car and it's an actual Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) made from clovis braid technology (laughs) oh all right that would be the best yiddle on the market let's be honest oh and it's probably because he trapped someone in a yiddle shaped exo body but it's it would be the best (laughs) dude if you're getting a used car and like clovis is like your ai that's talking to you the whole time i don't want it Gonna be talking crazy about you the entire time on your trip. It's gonna literally oh, be a Tesla that explodes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we decided to test these to test these new model cars. We're gonna we're gonna put Exos instead of test dummies. <laughs> Good luck. Mm. Oh, oh, that man. dude is crazy. Oh god! Oh man. god! Is that is that where they put Micah at first? In a little yeah, y- Yiddle Exo body. <laughs> Was it? Is was he trapped in the penguin for years? Is that? Is that? Were they trapped mm. in the penguin? Forgive me. Were were, were oh, they trapped no. in the penguin for? Oh my god! <laughs> were they were able to get He's out? Got to be. <laughs> they have been in a penguin for years. No wonder. <laughs> and you know what's funny though? Literally, Clovis got this super bomb, uh, which is the anomaly little bomb thing, and all they got to do is just. Uh, Make it drop and everything explodes. I'm like, are you serious? So was Why I, was, do you have that there? So was I was I alone? They made a reference to the K1 anomaly, which is not a place you can just they go did. anymore. Like you can't. I don't even think you can go there in like private matches anymore. No, nah, you oh. can't. Like, so I was a little sad. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I know where that is. I'm gonna go there right now, and then <laughs> I may have spent more time looking in my menus than I care to admit not being able to find it. <laughs> but I'm just, if I'm being honest here, fine. <laughs> I was like, um, the K1 anomaly is literally this super bomb that, that literally, if it drops, we're all dead. Basically, why don't we just use that against the, uh, you know, the witness at least. That'll be that'll make life so much easier. Hey, I mean, we can... that would be a stalemate. <laughs> that would dead. be. <laughs> no one's living today. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I could see that though. That that would be hilarious though. It's so it's so much it's so much lore out here, and uh, it's so much to cover. It's like uh, part two. What we're gonna do is we'll cover uh, we're gonna cover the hive. A lot of the hype stuff as well, uh, you know, with Psalms. And Taylor, if you're welcome, if you want to come along uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday? Get, mm-hmm. um, what, what, if what you're time? not busy. 
We're going to try to get, uh, what is it? Uh, 6 p.m., I think, uh, Eastern? Yeah, 6 p.m. my time. 6 p.m.? Uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think I can I can jump in for that. That'll be that'll be good. I might right. I might have to cut out after you know a couple three hours. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, do it, do it. I haven't seen Saul. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, I, I've worked I've worked a lot with Saul. Uh, in in the past, we used to be on a little a little thing called Lore Lab. Uh, really? Yeah, with um with Grace uh Night, Night Stalker a uh, great great friend of ours uh and and who works on um Old Chicago with with Smart now. So yeah, uh just love 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 the the crew to death and I'm, I'm so excited to be to be like on on a show with uh with them again so like, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. It, Super That show is going to be classic for sure. This show is classic. That show going to be just even more classic. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a. It's part two is gonna be really solid. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go into a lot of the hype stuff, um, you know, just the whole build ups and stuff like that. And I, I, I do want to know. Um, I wonder if we're gonna be able to go to the hall, hype like the uh, Cabal Homeworld sometime in the future and take that back. Yeah, you know that would be cool. That would be cool. I would love to honestly know. see us. My hope is that there is a Destiny 3 in the future. My hope is that mm-hmm. we leave Soul. Yeah. We have we have these abilities. Once Soul is safe and secure, there's no reason for us not to, you know, be helping the individuals that we've made allies of. Mm-hmm. I would love to do that because I feel like there's so much out there that we don't know about. Where did the witness come from? Where's his home world? What's what's coming that we don't know of that he knows about? What know? did he see to get that nickname? <laughs> exactly. What did he? Exactly, <laughs> what did he actually witness? <laughs> you know? It's an even larger horror on the horizon. <laughs> um, to to your point, that'd be, that'd be cool. We we meet his people, and it's like, yeah, he was always a crazy tycoon. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's actually the smallest brother he's not even like you know oh god it's raditz he's raditz yeah yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> not even that strong it's not... oh, Ariska, Ariska, to to your to your point though you know um since we did touch on the speaker tonight one of the tenets of the speaker that they always withhold from everyone but we we know a little uh extra medley is the traveler will leave yeah Yes. Yeah. True to its name. True to its name. Well, I think I think we'll I think we as the guardian will hit a place where like in story we'll have to make a decision. Do we follow the traveler? Because the farther you get away from the traveler, we've we've learned in the past or our guardians have learned in the past, the farther you get away from the traveler, like your ghost starts to wane. Mm-hmm. Without the, mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing like if there's ambient collection of light or, or something, something like it's losing its connection, maybe. Um, Cell signals so, real bad. Well, well, but but like yeah. you know, to that point though, like if if you don't follow it, you probably stop being guardian. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be guardians, whether it's the guardian or not, who are gonna follow. Right. But you know something too, though. Uh, if we look back, because even Sabathun was trying to seal it, what would have happened if she would have actually been successful? Would we have lost the light, or what? You know, 
only the lotion hide would have the light. Well, That's the interesting thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna punt this over to Ariska, but like my my first thought is, well, like she wouldn't have lost it unless she was gonna hide in the throne world too, because I want to say the cradle that she makes on Mars is to like almost like trick it mm-hmm. in, into thinking it's safe by making yeah. it safe. Like it's yeah, basically using using her powers of deceit to. Uh, make it think that it's like this is where it's supposed to be uh and in doing so technically keeping it safe and it not you know nothing no harm coming to it essentially i'm just i'm very curious to see like if she does what i i'm going to make the assumption that she is coming back i don't see any path forward where we don't see her returning but Mm -hmm. her intention keeping it safe she saw that as the only option that was the only option in her mind that that was mm. going to work out. Do you guys yeah. think, do you guys think there will be room in there for, cause like one of the things we didn't know at the beginning of uh, that DLC was like why there were these tears in time. Mm-hmm. And like part of what I'm starting to think is you know, the Traveler was just reformed, might still be out of it, might still not all be, like, have all its wherewithal and, and what have you. So is that to make the Traveler think, like, oh, is that, I thought I stopped by Mars, but it looks it looks like I was never there. You know, like, time, timing, I'm back, like, I better get on that. Is my face going to be red when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when the other stuff comes in? So, like, that's one. But uh, two to that point, that made me realize the Traveler speaks for itself now. So that it does. It, it yeah. We have not heard it speak since the end of the D two campaign. But Roke has heard it speak. Well, it, it, well, because mm, you yes. remember that ghost that he was talking to, right? Yes, I. I I very much agree with that. But just like as as an IT guy, I'm also like, okay, that could just be a protocol, just being like, <clears throat> like so. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, because he was trying to grab, the, he was trying to take the light, right? He was trying to <laughs> take the ghost for himself so he could be more powerful. And yeah. he was like, uh, no. <laughs> I really thought, though, I really thought, though, like, when, when the Traveler was giving us all these, like, sweet, like, mind control ships and hawk moons and, like, all the cool stuff, she would say something. Right. Yeah. You would think. Yeah, she said nothing, so... I'm interested, I'm interested to see how that goes, especially as we, we approach the end. Do you think we're, you think she's going to talk at least finally soon now that the witness get out of his prison that he's in? I would say then, if she doesn't, it's because it's going to be for a story reason. Like if she loses yeah. her voice or loses her ability to talk, I feel like it's going to be one of those things like, oh, like she's trying to. She, she's trying to communicate with us and she can't. We can do it this other way now if, like, they can't find the same actor or whatever, like, real world, world reason they might they might have uh, to, mm-hmm. to dictate that. But um, I think she's going to communicate as whether she can speak to us or not in, in True. whenever that happens. Because so. it, it spoke through Zavala in the, uh, the future, in the future book. Oh, the Could dark that future? be the same case? Yeah. yeah. Could that be the same case? You know. 
I'd be curious Wait. to see if she ends up using us as a conduit. That's true. Yeah. I'm just imagining us darkness like... use uh, our ghost as a conduit already. Well, it, and in the dark future, Zavala stands on the traveler and just gets supercharged, even though he doesn't. He have just the turns super sand. Dude, no, like <laughs> I'm just imagining him because, like, it also says it also says he gets all like he uh, he cleans himself up for the event too. Mm-hmm. Like he goes, like he gets like he shaves his head and he gets like in like his armor again <laughs> and you know trims his beard. You know, maybe maybe a little cologne. Um, and he, he goes, <laughs> a black tie event, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just goes, but yeah, the way they described the uh, <laughs> the the super he does, which is the uh, shattered eye or not shattered eye. That's the hunter thing. I'm I'm, I'm a hunter caught. Uh, is it, but the, the uh, same though. Thunder crash. Yeah, the thunder the, crash. The thunder crash. <laughs> the way they describe his thunder crash, that is like nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no more. I would love to see that. Like he just stands on a trailer. Ah. <laughs> like I, I want to go see it in a dark future because I feel like that's something you're only doing once. <laughs> yeah. Did he die after that? He did die. Well, he didn't have his ghost either. But yeah, he did die. <laughs> it's like, that's one crash that he'll never forget. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> Remember it's the rest of his life. <laughs> this one's for Ikora. <laughs> Guardian. I'm not saying they have to be romantically involved, but I want there to be some nod that they are soulmates because they are. So I would soulmates. love that. They are. I would soulmates. love that. I don't need them to be yeah. romantic. I don't need that. Specifically, I think I, I think it would work, but I don't. They I don't need. Work. I don't need that. But do they are so soulmates? They are. They're so, balanced. Yeah. They're balanced to each other. Is mm-hmm. they they literally smooth each other out, especially mm-hmm. and like that showed during um, the Forsaken campaign after we lost mm-hmm. Cade. The two of mm-hmm. them standing around his body, like mm-hmm. the despite how they felt about the situation, they were both able to keep each other in check to a degree. Yeah, they're like we 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 got each other, you know. Now we just got each other. We don't have Kate that anymore. Was, yeah, that yeah. was um that was that was one of the um one of the things I always I always like because I thought that alluded to like a stronger relationship. People were like, no, the writers have said they're just friends, and like, okay, you can still be you know the best mm-hmm. of friends or like even like extend right. into family without without there being like a romantic end of it. Like, I'm still here for it. I still think that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a com- yeah, I'm still here for it for sure. There's a conversation that I remember uh, Ikora having with Zavala, them discussing like if they were going to continue the Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that they are, they have worked alongside each other for so long. And the fact that they are as candid as they are with one another, mm-hmm. that is a level of trust that you don't see them with anyone else. Yeah. They don't, they do not open up in that former fashion, I feel like, to anyone else. And I mean, like, Ikora has known Osiris for a really long time, and I feel like she does not open up to Osiris in yeah, that, she that level. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. Especially now. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that yep. she's, uh, she's post-Wish Dragon. Wish. Right. 
And you know what's funny? When you you remember in um Witch Queen, right? And where Zavala, you know, he literally goes to Mars and just confronts Akora. Oh like, yeah. Like yo, like he it was like he was hurt that she was going off without him. And she's like, you know, this is he was like, this is dangerous. You know, we're a fire team. Why didn't you tell me about this? What like I was like, oh man, they're having a like <laughs> you could feel the strife between them two. I was like, oh no. This is not yeah, good. Man. <laughs> On the cliff and everything. I know. Like, he said, she set the tone with him. Those are cares in- about her. Those are individuals that I feel like if one when something happened to the other one, the the one that's left over wouldn't stick around. Mm-hmm. That that would be yeah. just such a large hit to their personal self that they would have to separate themselves thereafter. Yeah. Um, and the thing about it is, you know, Zavala, now we know the reason why Zavala is the way he is. You know, he lost his wife. And I think him losing that core would, would really hurt him even more. Because, uh, like, well, that's the only person I have left that knows me, uh, you know. I think Kaido, Kaido's learning him. She's she's learning uh, Zavala. You know, they, they've gone through ups and downs, and she understands him as – who he is and that's the cool thing about you know their friendship is like they understand each other as warriors and as friends you know she understands how he is and he understands how she is he's like listen you know you have a heart Kaido. <laughs> she's totally hitting that. it with that tiny man though I I, I I i just i just want to put this out there i just want to put this out there she was all about zavala until she met his dad <laughs> and what did she do with saladin she took him home Yeah, that's true. That's true. She said, "I'm taking him home with." All me. I'm saying is, all I'm saying, she she met she met Saladin and was like, "Oh yeah, no, Zavala. That's you know what? I think you should stay here. I really, I I support I you in your vanguard." Into hey, Saladin. Um, weird. I just had like the spot open up in my spaceship. Would you like to come and just I, uh, you know, we could make some Iron Legions. Maybe is that too forward? Oh, is that too I've forward about, of me to ask? I've learned about. I'm gonna mitting. make you a Valis. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Valis Forge. How would you like to work for me? Are you. How do you feel about? <laughs> Let me go over your benefits package. (laughs) Joseph, I really think you'll bring a lot to the team and we'll really grow together. So, right. (laughs) I've laid out, would you like points? I've, okay, we're adding points to the package. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a golden banana sticker system. Uh, oh my! God. If you would like, to, you know, they're in my fanny pack, but. <laughs> oh God! Thank you, thank you. Oh Dude, my if goodness! Have, if they have any having fanny packs in space might be. I, I, I can't That's think of a better what Finn Church deals in. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Finn Church opens his fanny pack to reveal more fanny packs. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> This is this is my Vex portal fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me whip out my. It's a Vex fanny pack of holding, pack. actually. If I if I open it all up, <laughs> I can see, see that. 
All right, oh, so I, have to, I know what I have to go invent right now. Tiny pack of holding. It doesn't actually have to be bottomless, and that might actually hurt the design if it were. <laughs> that that would hurt the design. I'm telling you, that. that's crazy. Oh my goodness, boy! Oh, now would have made the super lore. Oh, look at him. That's Odin. Odin, son. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just so much that. Uh, but I do want to ask you guys this, because the van Vanguard is cracked, right? So, and we have the consistent the consensus. Do you think the the new Vanguard right now is currently uh, Zavala, Marasov, Keitel? Because uh, um, look at them. We saw them all in the meeting. They're all in one room having a meeting. It's like now they're kind of a part of, you know, the politics now. You know, Keitel's there. You know, you had Mithrax there. You know, you had Marasov. Everybody was in that room all discussing the next move. And it's like, okay, I think, I guess now we're all part of the consistent. All of them are part of this now. The consensus or the, or, or, or the, like, I, I would agree with what they are is more effectively a new consensus. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think the Vanguard's <laughs> even dealt with the city government since, since the, uh, the factions tried to overthrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And I also, like, alluding to that same passage, like, I would not be surprised if, like, the intention is not to restructure the vanguard, but the intention is to almost restructure the politics for the last city and and putting it within the hands of, like, the people themselves and less of the guardians. So the guardians have a chance to actually move on. Does that mean... Mm -hmm. Does that mean currently there's been the quietest military coup ever and the Vanguard has taken over the last city government in diplomacy? Yeah, because remember the factions, the factions had a lot of say in, in the consensus in the government, you know, and now that they're all out of the city, it's just the Vanguard until we started making allies. And now it's kind of like, the structure has changed because now it's like, okay, everybody else is now out. We got the we got the elixir that's in the city, so they're they're citizens of the city. The cabal, you know, the ascendancy with Kaido, we have a uh, we have a uh, diplomacy where we're you know we're allies now. So we already seeing you know cabal, you know they're chilling at the, they're chilling at our uh, our station, you know our little sp- spaceship guarding everything you know they're doing their thing so it's like okay we're more connected now where it's like okay we're the last city all of us are a part of this now instead of just like this faction this faction we're all a part of it so it's like okay we now gotta all manage together how we're gonna go forward how we're gonna attack what's our battle plans and we know the witnesses out here we gotta protect all of our borders now you know so it's like um it's kind of like that where it's like, okay, we got rid of the factions for a reason because now our new factions are our allies. They are the new consensus. They're the new body of government, you know, and it's like, okay, we answer to the vanguard, of course, but when we have these meetings, it's everybody else. It's like, oh, 
And then we still have the dark Vanguard, which is, you know, uh, Eris, uh, Drifter, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Elsie. So it's like, we still got them, and then we got them. And now the new players in the game, the Cloud Striders. So I was like, okay, how are they going to fit into our whole uh, government? You know, it's going to be interesting. It, it really is interesting. Yeah, because they have their own body of government. They're like, well, the Vanguard, who is the Vanguard, you know? We get there, and they're like, yeah, I'm sorry. We don't recognize where you're from. <laughs> If she could just, <laughs> yeah, ooh, that's not. Where's your ID? That is not a country <laughs> that we, ooh. Unfortunately, hmm. we don't recognize you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you look kind of like us, but we're not, we don't recognize you. Um... <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> that you're not a government and <laughs> that this is a joke. So, goodbye. <laughs> just click hang up on them space get out of here <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because it's like uh are we gonna clash heads with them eventually i feel but like listen we came here to help you if they been neutral this whole time they are not gonna be happy anyone from earth showing up just not even once the fact that they've <laughs> been hidden the entire time like the fact that they have been able to dodge everything because we're, we're sitting here with the idea, you know, like these, these guys continued to flourish through the golden age and, and there was no uh, interruption and in, in how they grew. It's true. They're the most, they're, they're the most neutral party. It's like, like, Oh, your city's gone. Okay. <laughs> well, what's, what's, what I'm really interested to see is not only them, but uh, maybe even that pacifist colony that, um, that the some of some some of fa some fan favorite iron lords uh like to hang out with yeah so like they they've managed to stay neutral and, and hide um this this new colony that seems to be a little more connected to the golden age earth seems to be you know connected and hidden we all know mm -hmm. it, it, if we've read the the marit uh what mara thinks of people who abandon earth when the darkness mm -hmm. comes in. So I'm really interested to see her reaction to these guys. It would be interesting <laughs> if yeah. a portion of the campaign was us having to go out and collect these factions to bring them back. Mm. You know, to, to your to your point, I really like I think you said this a, a long time ago at this point, maybe an hour ago, but I would love to see Lysander come back. Because he was banned by a government that no right. longer exists. Exactly. Um, like it, exactly. It, it's 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 a any way you slice it, this is not the same government that banned him. So, oh, sorry. Yep. So yep. I am. You don't uh, know where he went. Yep. Well, there was Lysander's cry. In in mm -hmm. D one, he was like calling out to you at the end of D one. I think that was Rise of Iron. He was kind of like, "Hey, yeah. like I'm waiting. I'm out here. They've told you a lot about me." I cut. Mm -hmm. I, I had a. I had a theory. I think back on the show in like the early days of the show, where it was. It was basically like sympathy for Lysander. <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 if everyone involved is corrupt, is the story about this person who fought against these people who end up being corrupt? Like, are are they actually yeah. bad? Is what exactly. you hear about them actually true? Um, and I, I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I would like for it to come up again because I would also like to ask uh, Osiris about that. 
because he was there, and it, and that's the thing. It's like the 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 what's his name? The speaker. He kind of like uh, ostracized him, and like <laughs> it's like oh, he's speaking blasphemous things. We don't. I don't want him here. He's trying to plan. He plots certain things, you know. And he was the one that kind of showed him off. But we didn't really get to like. What was his point? What what was he trying to say? You know, the reason why you wanted to get rid of him like that. Mm. You know, we never got that. And uh, he knows he knows about us. He knows about our victories. He knows what we've done. And he's like, "Hey, I'm here. Come, come. Let's let." And because he's pretty much like, "You guys gonna need me one day." <laughs> I, and now is the time, you know, for him to show up. Well, it's 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 one of those things because in the comics, when they sort of touch on that from a little bit from Osiris' perspective, they touch on that mm-hmm. time. They don't even list Lysander. Well, like I think I think they like touch upon it. Yep. And, like Lysander and the Conquered Out. Like, and yeah, it's you never actually see it happen. You just see the consequences of what happened. Exactly. Well. Here's the thing, though. From that perspective of the story, Osiris is being told about it. He wasn't even there when that stuff was happening. Mm. Like, as far yep. as if 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 all you're going off of is like that, that as like what you think happened uh, throughout the story, like even the parts where it skips time, he didn't even bother mm-hmm. going to see what these accusations were. So now I start to wonder, like, well, did he actually say that? Right. Did Lysander actually like pull that stuff, or was that just a ploy? Was he disposable in the speakers? Because at that point, the speakers trying to rein in Osiris and get him to come back and get him to like actually yep. be like do vanguard stuff. So like if it, if he completely rejects that, then is that is that just a ploy? Is that a lie? That is a pretty bloody that's lie, though. If true, like mm-hmm. if if that's the case, well, and you it's... know. It... Sorry, just just to round it off, what what gets me that is is it's new monarchy who replaces them and new monarchy who yeah. puts them down. So now I'm like I'm just wondering is is like he's like all right, well it didn't work, but uh, you monarchy guys, if you if you if you kick them out, that place is yours. <laughs> you can do it, right? <laughs> like they had no say in nothing. It's like okay, go ahead, kick them out. Don't worry, you know you can have the spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying, like. Now is the time that he can start to show his face because now we have Neomuna. And now, because they are exiled out of, out of the tower, they can't come back, but they can go to Neomuna and and uh, work with them. So it's like, there's going to be, I feel like there's a lot of secrets, especially with Callus going to Neomuna, we're going to Neomuna. That kind of opens them up to the rest of the world. It's like, oh, hey, these guys been existing since the Golden Age, man, since the collapse. You know, they've been here. They've been established. They got a lot of resources. You know, they're they're ready to fight, and they're doing their thing. And like you said, I wonder what Mara Salb is going to think about that because she was like, oh, well, we was at it. We were still um, in the uh, singularity during that time, and they were doing their yeah. thing. Uh-huh. And you th- and you know what's funny? His their her mother is still there, mm-hmm. along with others, you know, mm-hmm. that are still there. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh that's another that's another thing where they come out 
eventually. I think if anything, I, I, I think it's going to be one of those like Lord of the Rings type things. Eventually, all the Awoken are going to go back and never return. Ooh, that could be a possibility, too. Their story is able to move on. They can take care of their own mm. people now. The threat to them is extinguished. Over. So, mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. It makes but me wonder if it's also- going to be the same with Cabal, too. Yeah, but then they're going to have to go back and retake their home world. And the thing is, I'm sure that Kaido's going to want our help to do that. She's going to need our help to do that, defend off the hive, because we don't know how many ranks, um, you know, who's in she will rats brood, you know, that are very dangerous. Of course, we fought the high celebrant. We got Kalgaroff, who's basically a traitor to Sabathun's brood. Um you know, we haven't seen any more brood queens in a while um, since Forsaken. They are very powerful. Um, it, we don't know all she has. I don't think we've even seen a war moon yet. We've <laughs> never seen a war moon. That's true. We've never seen that before. Uh, and the thing about Shevil Rap, she's one of the most powerful of the Hive Gods because she's war and she feeds off war. Anytime we start a war, she it empowers her. You know, and that's the thing about her is like, okay, you know, if that's her ascendant, she said anywhere there's war, her I guess that's her court, you know. Anywhere, so I'm so I'm guessing once we get into fight with the Shadow Legion, she could arrive and be like, Hey, I'm here. We now have I'm to taking cold over. war her. Right. We have to. We have to cold war. We have to be like, ooh, yeah. So we're not going to fight you, but we have this list of sanctions. It, we're going to have to do that. I'm not going to allow you to trade with any of my allies. <laughs> no trade. Yeah. <laughs> it also makes me wonder if, because of that, and and this is this is me putting on my spinfoil hat now. Um, hey. If. Savathun comes back. Mm-hmm. She could honestly do what she does best. And instead of doing what she was intending to do to the Traveler, she could do that to Zebu Wrath. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the that's interesting. She I like could it. do that. Because who better knows Zebu Wrath than her sister? You know, that's the ultimate trump card right there. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can revive her and get her to be able to say, hey, look, we need your help against your sister. The plotting this, she's going to she's going to invade Earth. Because I really have a bad feeling that Zebra Rap is going to invade Earth along with Callus. There's no way we're leaving Earth defenseless while Zebra Rap is still there. We're chasing Callus, you know. The witness is really trying to get us. And it's like, I don't think that's a good move. We're literally leaving our, <laughs> we're literally leaving uh, Earth and the last city behind. And who knows if, if Zero Rap going to just come through and be like, okay, we're invading the last city. It's over for you guys. I'm just really <laughs> going to laugh if like, if she plans this whole thing, uh, like this whole invasion, she gets down, but like she gets bad directions. So she lands at like bombed out UK. Oh, God. Like, completely destroyed London, Ohio. 
<laughs> like just completely shows up and nobody's there. Like the, everybody's bells and whistles and they're they're ready to go and nobody's there. Nobody's there. There's just there is some rubble. I think there might be a shrubbery down the lane. Like this is just this is just done. Like she's gonna be like, oh, Callis must have got there before I did. Tiny little well, freestanding porta potty off to the side that somehow lasted. It has a hole blasted through it. Backside. She just like leans over and you get a shot like through the center of her like talking it out. Just, I just I really, I really, really want now her to show up and just like we cut and run, just burned everything down. Just like, I don't know. Where did where did they go? Like, I'm getting reports there on Tor Bottle. They're squatting in Tor Bottle now. They're not Oh <laughs> no. Everybody get back in the car. Just go. Just Turn go. this invasion around. <laughs> Gotta load the kids back up in the soccer van. All right. No, just, no, just no. Orange slices are for halftime. We, did, we, we didn't even play. <laughs> it's for halftime, people. Yes, we Don't can worry. still go to Pizza Hut after, but there's no, that was for no, the game. Listen, Pizza Hut is for winners. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which kind? <laughs> For facts, facts. So what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna cut it off uh uh for part one here, but I do want to get everybody I appreciate all y'all for joining uh for part one and we we still got more to come uh on Tuesday. So we're gonna kick it off uh doing what we do best. Everybody's gonna be here, all hands on deck. So uh appreciate you guys, I appreciate all my viewers and Big Ants Gaming, all of you guys in the chat, I appreciate y'all for kicking it, hanging with us, having a good time, man. This has definitely been a good time with the Lord panel for sure, and uh, I appreciate all of you guys for sure. So um, the last but not least, uh, we, we do the last thing is the floor is yours, and we tell everybody where they can find you and what you got going on. So first things first is, is Eriska, what's going on? How can they follow you? And the floor is yours. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and TikTok at uh, Risk of Place. Hey, hey! I'm usually awesome, streaming awesome, like awesome. Tuesday through Friday. So, hey, catch her. She's really good, man, and she be killing it and getting an impact for sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's official. Uh, so, my main man, Taylor. Where can they find you, my main man? Uh, you can currently find me on um, on. Uh, or if you find me, you can still find me on on every every free episode, which which was all of them of uh, Spinful Theory podcast <laughs> on on every every pod thing that you you love. We're on we're on all of them. I did I did the wump. I did I sent it out everywhere. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at this is Red Leader L I T R E all one word. Very clever name. Um, you can find me sometimes on Twitch. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not even, I don't even say I'm like the Y of vowels, vowels on there. It's just like, it's very few and far between. And you probably question <laughs> like whether or not I was even there, but starting to do that. And then, uh, me and, uh, Lucy, my, my, my show partner, uh, Lady Lucida, we have a new project in the works that I think in the next like month or so, we're going to have a drop for. So be on the lookout for that on all my socials. Ooh. Awesome, awesome, awesome. 
And my main man, Agent Chavez, what's going on, man? How can they find you, sir? What's going on? So they can find me at uh, Twitch at Agent Chavez underscore. Same for Twitter, Agent Chavez underscore. So, you know, still relatively new to streaming. So that is something that I'm going to continue doing. Sundays has kind of been like my for sure day where I do stuff. So uh, tomorrow or later today, since it's Sunday on the East Coast already, I'm going to be trying to do a couple of um, solo dungeon clears. So if you're around, come say hi. Hey. Definitely say, yeah, these guys are amazing people. So definitely go give them a follow, guys, you know. And uh, trust me, I love all these guys, man. They're, they're great. They're solid. And, uh, you know, go follow, man. They're, they're, they're wonderful. And, you, of course, you can always find me right here on the P. Carlo Gaming Channel, of course. Um, like I said, stick around Tuesday. We're going to continue to promote the show. Keep building up the hype. Um, Tuesday is going to be the finale of the special lore panel. So it's going to be great. Um, we're going to have my main man, Psalms Labs on there, along with all the wonderful faces that you see here. They're all going to be on there too. So it's going to be a great show. We can kick it, have fun. We're going to have a good time. So it's going to be great. And, uh, I appreciate all you guys. And of course on Twitter, you can always find me on P Carlo gaming too. And, uh, you know, come follow me, man. I always post up. I always try to stream a little bit. I'm trying to get back into the streaming. I stream some more Destiny, some um, some Overwatch and all that good stuff. So, yeah, definitely, definitely follow me on there. And I appreciate you, Big Ants Gaming. You know, everybody, Victoria, I appreciate all of you guys. Gucci for coming through. You know, Rasco, Roscoe, appreciate you. Everybody, you know. I appreciate y'all for coming through. Thanks, Neo. You guys gave the positive vibes. Killing the chat, man. This was a great show. And this is one of the most memorable shows out of 2023 right here. So I appreciate you guys. And we're going to be back again on Tuesday. I hope everyone have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Saturday. Have a good time. Play some Destiny and chill, man. And we will see you again. Laters.